How do guys and welcome back welcome back to Turf More House TV. Uh it's some new brand new content. As I said, we did do the FA Cup prediction show, but we are going to do one regularly now for the Premier League. Especially while Burnley is still in it, because we don't know how much longer that's going to be. But obviously, we've got two fantastic guests coming in as well to give us their insight and their predictions on today's show. If you are new around here, please do subscribe to the channel. Obviously, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter, all under the same name, at Turf Moor House. And if you think that you just want to you know, walk and stick your headphones in and listen to us, then you can hear us in podcast uh platforms as well uh, we are on as you can see just above my big massive easter egg head it's uh google podcasts apple podcasts and spotify so do check us out on those major platforms so without further ado it is the transfer window i'm sure we will touch on that when we talk about a few teams um yeah as a burnley fan i don't really want to talk about anything really <laughs> It's uh, been disappointing, hasn't it? But uh, let's have a look at some of you, your guys' comments to start with. So we've got Narlin straight away. Big ups, Dan, Maisie and Chris. As There you go. There you go. He's already given the given the guest names away. Uh, hope you're all having a great Thursday night and that you're well. Big ups. Cheers. Thank you very much for that. The missus, hi from the other side of the sofa. Exactly. Right there. Right there. Um, hey, Chris and Maisie, hope everyone is well. Now says, hi, Kate. I hope you're well. Get that man a drink. Yeah, see, people know. People know. To be fair now, she did, even in my own branded mug, which maybe soon to buy and become available. You never know. You never know. I don't think people buy championship merchandise anyway, so we'll just see. Uh, as the missy says, tut tut, he's got a cup. Of see, one step ahead, one step ahead. David English, hope you are well. Thank you for tuning in. Really does mean a lot. Uh, now says Arsenal versus Liverpool, still nil nil. Zach admit, Zach, Jacques has been sent off. That well, when is when hasn't he been sent off? Uh, Arsenal down to ten men. Nippon says hi and big up, uh, big up to yourself, Nippon. Thanks for tuning in. Now says Nippon, how was the quiz, mate? Asking for a friend. HC Sam says hello. Now's having a good conflict with the misses. Mella, hi Dan. I hope you still feel well after Chris Wood left. Just yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fine, fine. We move, we move. It just is what it is. Uh, we will, Dan, just for you. Uh, and now says, if you reach 300 subs, mate, the missus needs to appear on your streams. She's going to get involved with a couple of uh, videos at some point as well. I mean, she should give me this funny look of that, really. Um, but let's see what happens. The missus says, I like the new layout. Looks quite clean, cut and tidy. This is just something for the Premier League it may falter into the new videos. We will see what happens. But without further ado, let's get our guests in and let's start off first and foremost with the geriatric himself, Mr. Chris Forient from Leicester Fan TV. How are you doing, Chris? From where? Leicester to our TV. That's it. You said Leicester Fan TV. How dare oh, you, sir? It's still How a fan you? channel. Can I, can I say it's lovely to be on the cricket end? <laughs> oh, really, oh, really looking oh. forward to it. Fair, fair play, fair play. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I gotta say, I of course, I I will still, I'm still your friend, and I will. Then the next season, I'm quite happy to do championship previews with you. <laughs> Cheers for that, Chris. Thanks for. I'm, thanks I'm very no much. snob. I'm no thanks snob. very much. No, no. <laughs> 
not unless the S falls off. <laughs> um, but not Chris. Thank you for helping me out. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to now. Give us, give us a plug. Give us, a, give your channel a plug. Well, I better do because you've given out somebody else's channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I was just previously on it, so it's an easy mistake to make. If you uh, want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Lester TID, and on YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Happy days, happy days. Uh, as I say, you can find Chris's link to his YouTube channel in the description, as well as this little wonder here. Maisie from Devils United. How the devil are you? Sorry, Chris. Copyright and all that. <laughs> uh, Chris, you've got to put some like copyright into that. Like charge people for saying that, like a pound or something every time someone says it, you'll make a fortune from it. I will well I will again with your laugh. That's another one you should copyright. Exactly. I, I, I want like twenty percent off that intro, you know, you made. 20% of nothing is <laughs> nothing. I just said, I might be having merchandise myself coming out with T-shirts with How the Devil Are You On? So watch this face. Fancy. Very, very mm. fancy. But I'm very well, thank you, Dan. How are you? And thank you for having me on the channel again. Not a problem. Looking forward to it. It's nice to have you on. Um, first and foremost, you're obviously doing bits. Not far off the 500 mark now. Um, mm. Let people know how your channel's getting on and what you've got coming up. Yeah, my channel's going really good at the moment. I've only set the channel up four months ago and I'm on 330 plus subscribers. So it's going really well so far. I do Manchester United. I do it for the men's and the women's football. So you can be able to catch both of them, watch along previews, match reactions. And I'm looking at different things coming up on the channel very soon. Um, possibly some debates or maybe a general football talk or something, uh, just depending on what people are wanting. But um, I had like a little bit of a poll up and um, some people were asking for different things. So I'm going to trial some stuff out on the channel. No, fair play, fair play. Um, so where can people find you on your channel? You can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Devils United. And you can also find me on my Twitter page, which is at two underscores M-U-S-E Maze. It's two underscores. Chris actually tried to find me with one underscore once. When, um, it was joined. Recently Numa. It was joined, so it looked like one. <laughs> well, it's a bigger kind of underscore. <laughs> I go with two just to complicate things. So people don't find me. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I did, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, people will know Chris uh, from obviously. Well, you can. Chris is like shit in a field. It, wherever it, he's everywhere. Um, if he's not here, he's on his channel anyway. And you'll be seeing more of Chris on this channel, including tomorrow, uh, as we've got the game uh, Burnley against Leicester, which we'll obviously discuss at some point. But Chris, we did the FA Cup predictions, didn't we? We did the FA Cup predictions, my mate. We did. We did. Yes. There was thirty-two games. Thirty-two games, Chris. And uh, how how do you reckon you did? With my uh, history of predictions, uh, I probably got about three right. You'd be surprised how close it were, mate. You really will. I should have. Oh, oh, that was tight. Very, very. Oh. I nicked it. I nicked it on my prediction of Forrest beating Arsenal when you went for the draw. No, no, you nicked it on 
going for Wigan to beat Blackburn because you didn't want to be seen to be biased towards Blackburn. Nah, could be that. Or the yeah. fact that I went Huddersfield against Burnley when you went Burnley. <laughs> I know. Bloody Burnley let me down again. Never backing them again. You're going to get stuffed this weekend. Stuffed, I'll tell you now. I'll love it. I would love it if you come, if we go to your place and stuff you. Don't well, jinx it, wood. Chris. Sorry? Don't jinx it. No. <laughs> well, he hasn't got wood anymore, which apparently yeah, Kate's very well, disappointed about. I've had about. that problem for quite a while, Chris. <laughs> yes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but now says other places you can find people, Dan, is the phone books, yellow pages and telephone box. <laughs> yeah, usually it's dodgy numbers at telephone box, though. Some of them aren't real. I've That's tried. how I found you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Call this number for a good time. Hello, who's this? <laughs> My name's Chris. Do you fancy coming on our YouTube channel? <laughs> you didn't know what sort of YouTube channel it was, though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Nippon says, who remembers Jimmy Carr's laugh? You can't not know Jimmy Carr's laugh. It's like no. an in-breath, isn't it? More like a, ah, 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 ah. Just so catchy. <laughs> it is. It is just one of them. So, how you're both well. Your channels are going great. How do you think it you'll get that predicted? tonight when you started promoting <laughs> my, uh, my rival? <laughs> how do you think you'll get on at predicting, Maisie? I did crap when I went on Chris's, so I'll probably crap again. <laughs> yeah, but in fairness, it's a really tough season to predict. Yeah, Once it you is, get yeah. past the top three, um, anybody can beat anybody out there, unless I you're agree. called Norwich or Burnley. But anybody else can beat anybody in the. And it's there's just no plan to. And you can't predict on, well, he'll be playing, so he'll score us a couple of goals because either players are away, players are down injured or out with COVID. So you don't know who's going to play. So it's a really difficult mm. one to predict, I think. It definitely is. It definitely is. Mm. Uh, Jag says lol now says phone nipping if you want him to speak about his quiz or one four one haven't got one. Um and apparently Nippon didn't do so well, I believe. From what I've heard, and uh Jake's dad, <laughs> as we like to call him, <laughs> Richard Cox says, any top four guests on tonight? That, that, I'm sorry they were all busy, so I had to go for fifth and sixth. So uh, to be fair. It's better than it's better I'll than. Tell you uh, what, Richard, Richard, there was a Hammers fan, but he was number twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Nippon says Maisie's laugh over Jimmy Carr's laugh. Mm-hmm. Look at that! Look at that! And phone him for Wi-Fi. Either way, we'll we'll leave, we'll leave that one there. We'll leave that one there. So, Chris, do you think you'll do any better? I mean, there's only. A handful of games to go at this time. There's not 32. I think we it's had a, like, a two and a half hour special, didn't yes. we, last? Yes. If well, we did end up not talking about football for a while. <laughs> yeah, we did. Normal. Too fair. We did go but, off a couple. Uh, I, I hope you got. I hope you're not planning an early night, Maisie. <laughs> oh no, never. I'm a yeah. night owl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's ten games, Dan, because usually like there's twenty teams in the uh, Premier League, so there's usually ten games that you predict. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just to clarify. There'll be a lot more than that next season for us, you know. Saturday, yeah, well, Tuesday, struggling to true. struggling to get guests. Don't <laughs> worry about that. So, without further ado, um, let's get into the first game for prediction, and that's obviously Friday's eight o'clock fixture, and it's a good one. It is Brighton against Palace. Uh, 
how do you see this one going, Maisie? This one's such a difficult one to call because I do believe Crystal Palace are on one of the best forms I've seen of them ever. Um, the, Patrick Vieira has came to the club and he's changed them. We, they're not the old defensive Roy Hodgson team anymore. They're such attacking-minded now. I know they're missing out on Zaha, but they've still got attacking threats of Conor Gallagher for one. So, um. They're such a strong team, and when we noticed it with the West Ham game at half time, they were three nil up, or three nil down. But then when it came to the second half, they still had that mentality to try and win the game. The second half, and they scored two goals, and that for me shows a team that's got the mentality and they don't want to lose, and they'll try anything they can to try and get these three points or a minimum a point. So I think it's going to be a hard call with Brighton as well being so well defensively. I think what Brighton's problem is they haven't got the right attacking-minded players to score too many goals. Yeah. So it's such a hard one to call. And I think with both Brighton's defensive ways and Crystal Palace attacking kind of ways, and knowing Palace have won these games what we didn't expect of like Manchester City, for instance, I'm going to call for a Crystal Palace win. I'm going to go for a 1-0 for Crystal Palace. Oof. Oof. So you're predicting an away win for Palace, Chris. Yes. I mean, Maisie summed it up there. It's been, it's been. Uh, this has got all the makings of a good game. You know, Graham Potter's side have surprised a lot of people. A lot of people tipped them for the drop at the beginning of the season. Similar with Palace, they all thought that Vieira would come and falter, and he seems to have found, you know, found a system that works. Indeed, and I'd, I'd got both of these down to, <laughs> to have a relegation battle this year. It just shows, like I say, how good I am at predicting things. Um, <laughs> apparently, um, I, I was on Doug's channel the other day, and he was telling me it's something like 30 wins each, uh, that you, you can't wow. split them. It is a derby as well, um, yeah. the, for some reason, but apparently before Croydon got promoted, they were the two local teams, <laughs> uh, two teams closest to each other. I... I <sighs> I've gone for a draw for this one. I mean, Brighton have won two in five. Palace have won two in five. Like I say, you literally can't split them. And and yeah, you know, I never thought I'd say this, mate. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with your misses here. I'm going one-one. Fair shout. Fair shout. Um, now says great triple panel tonight. Full of laughs and banter. What a time to be alive. Ex exactly. Unless you're a Burnley fan and you should have been born 34 years ago, and you're not a proper fan unless you were there at the Orient game. But that's another thing. That's another thing. You can't, you can't, go, you can't be mad at the current times. You've got to have been a proper fan and been there when we're in the dumps of Division Four. You know, ridiculous. Um, this has the pickings of a good game. You don't get to say that much support in Burnley. Richard, make sure that he takes his tablets before he goes to bed. Will you? He's going off the rails. Is Jake here? <laughs> Uh, do you know I actually invited him onto a show and he said he couldn't do it because it was too late and he had to be in bed. <laughs> hey. Oh, there we go. There we go. Chris is pulling it back. Uh, I'm the same as you now. I was born in 91. That's a different topic, mate, for another day. Definitely. Definitely. The amount of times I've been slagged off from my rants recently. You know, get behind the team. Be passionate. Well, I will do when they start pulling the weight. Um, as the missy said, both of us. Um, we don't have this problem, do we, Maisie? 
Nah, nah. Well, I think I might end up turning like a Burnley fan if Man United carry on the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> that bad? Jesus Christ. Why not? Why not? Everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. Uh, Jake says exposing now, are we, Chris? <laughs> That's it. Just remember, Chris, he's got your nudes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only because you sent them to him. <laughs> I did, but he did ask politely, and did you, you, ask you said yes. I did say I'd ask you first. Um, don't tell me I'm not the only one who's 30. You're not. You're not. Don't worry about it. Maisie looks about 12, but deep down she's 46. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Why are you exposing my age? I try to make a Because I've like, just exposed Chris. I have to I have to sort of banter it one way to the other. And but did no, you know I... Chris is 18? <laughs> yeah, I've, just had a, I've had a very hard life. <laughs> uh, yeah, to be fair, there is a lot of people around here in Burnley at 18 that look a bit like Chris. No, well, sat- remember, remember, I spent twenty years in uh, bloody Burnley before I found the escape tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> what was she called? <laughs> Kate, I believe. Hey, <laughs> hey. Just across the Pennans. Um, <laughs> what was the, what was the score when Leicester came to town, Chris? Oh God, uh, we're going back that far, mate. <laughs> we're going back that far, Jake. Really. Yes, I have Nippon. I think you've asked me this before, but yes, I have. Um, Daniel Maisie looks 26, being honest. I don't know whether I feel insulted or if I should feel happy. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those, isn't it, where sometimes, like when you get to 30 and stuff and you start getting question Friday, you're a bit like, get in. <laughs> but then as soon as you lap flip from 18 to 19 and you know you can provide ID, going to shop for beer is just not as interesting anymore. No, I'm sick of getting Shit. ID'd all the time. I even get ID for a scratch card at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I met him playing football, Nippon. Um, I was playing six aside uh, every Tuesday quite a while back before I did my foot in, um, you know, before I could make it pro and all that. Um, <laughs> one of those pub tales you tell when you're pissed. I could have made it pro if I'd have been off the booze. Um, 31 in March now. Um, one, two, three, four, one, I remember. Don't worry. He's he's on it tonight, isn't he, Jake? He's definitely had some Harry Balls or something. Yeah, hasn't he? Richard, control your child. <laughs> Drolling. You know Send what? I'm going to go straight down the middle for this one. Brighton Palace. Maisie, you've gone for Palace. Chris, you've gone, for, you've gone straight down the middle for it. I'm going to go down the middle of you two. I'm going to go for Brighton. I'm going to say a nice, a nice healthy um, difference. I think with Brighton being at home, I think they've got a better chance of uh, getting something. I think Palace will go there expecting to play football and Brighton will sort of sit back, invite the pressure. Uh, but I do seem to... I just think Brighton will nick something, like a, a header from a corner or something stupid and just a really shit 1-0 game. Um, but that's it. It's a prediction, isn't it? We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so we'll just see what happens. What are you writing? Keep knocking me away, I love. Trying to work here. Domestic. Oh, I have this all the time, mate. You have a domestic. I know, I know. You just can't show. get the staff. You, you can't know. get the staff, honestly. <laughs> Probably writing me P45 out. End yes. of relationship terms. <laughs> Funny, is it? Did you write Chris? Uh, What's P45 as well? You are. 
Did you write Chris Wood's P45? No, he wrote it himself. (laughs) (laughs) You cut him there, bloody hell. (laughs) It said signature, and then it said VAR decision, offside. (laughs) The guy, oh, don't even get me started on that block. Blaming. Just, yeah, that deal was just ridiculous. We get to our game, believe you me. Oh, oh, we'll talk about it. Don't you worry. It's coming up. It's coming up. Next one, though, we have got the blue side of Manchester against the blue side of London. Manchester City against Chelsea. And I'll come to you first, Chris. How do you see this game going? If Manchester City win this, everybody's playing for second, third and fourth. I mean, they're 10 points ahead now. Uh, 11 points ahead of Liverpool, although they've got a game in hand. Man City, they just keep doing it, don't they? they, they they've they've won five in a row. They, every other year, they kind of tease us a little bit and have a bit of a bad start. So we think they're not going to do well. Then they come good at the end and still win it. Chelsea only won one in five. Um, it is, like I say, if Manchester City win this, and I think they will, I'm going for a Man City 2-1 uh, win. Chelsea just, they're just missing that final sort of spark. But I honestly think, as I say, Man City will win it, and then they're going to be, what, 13 points ahead? So mm. you've got to expect Man City to lose five games between now and the end of the season. They've only lost two so far, so that isn't going to happen. Um, it, it's Man City all the way. No, very very good insight. So this is. is going for City. Maisie, <laughs> how, do, how do you see it? Do you see Tuchel going to the Etihad and getting something? No. Tuchel is just another Klopp 2.0 with his excuses constantly. Um, to be honest, I just feel like with Chelsea, have just made so much excuses saying they've got an injury crisis in the midfield when they could easily drop Mount back, they could drop Kai Havertz back, they can bring Loney's back, they could uh, bring the unders through, but they're not doing anything like that and they would rather play centre-backs in their midfield option and then cry about a midfield crisis. They're not I think they're such a very overrated team this season, how people have backed them to win the league. Knowing that, yes, you brought an £90 million Lukaku, but Lukaku doesn't have a first touch. And he just doesn't suit Tuchel's formation. If anything, you'd say it's Mender who carries that team. You'd say it's Rudiger who carries that team, not Lukaku, not Mason Mount, not Ziyech. It's Mending, it's Rudiger. And if it wasn't for them, they'd be conceding so many goals. Manchester City, as I predicted at the start, they're going to go on an unbeaten run, which they are doing right now. Um, I absolutely hate seeing Manchester City winning constantly, but I can't see them winning. I can't see them losing this game against Chelsea, if you want me to be fairly honest, because Chelsea hasn't been the team what everyone expected and hyped up to be. So it's going to be, for me, a 3-1 win to Manchester City. Not bad, not bad. 3-1's a decent shout. Nippon, however, has gone big. Nippon has gone. <laughs> Nippon's half half having his own team. Um, you, can't, you can't go against your own team, no matter how bad they are. You still got to think. I don't win. know, Chris. I went for Huddersfield. So yeah, but you're, you're Dan, aren't you? You're from Burnley. That says it all. Yeah, to be fair, I, I was I was born into misery, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> This is very true. <laughs> I was Mel looking at Manchester... my four kids out of Burnley without them supporting you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a yeah. You've done pretty well there. That's it. Yeah. Life goals completed. 
Uh, Mella says Manchester City 80% possession. Nippon says I'm being realistic. Fair point. If that's what you're going for, West Ham Network. Oi, oi, seven, oi. How's it going? I uh, hope you are all well. Thank you for tuning in. And as I said, Nal said 3-1 City. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I don't think you can look anywhere past Man City winning this game. Um, Nippon says, I was supporting Chelsea since we were in the West London equivalent at Crystal Palace. Hope you're well, geezer. Ah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm smashing, smashing. Nearly weekend, couple of Britneys in my system. I'll be laughing, I'll be laughing. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you guys. Manchester City will uh, do do the business. Uh, they'll definitely knock Chelsea aside, as as you said, Maze. You know, Tuchel is a, a clock two point He's literally mm-hmm. just trying to emulate somebody else instead of going for his own. You know, trying to find his own way, but it's it's going to be interesting. Definitely going to be interesting. So for this game, it's going to be interesting, Maisie. I'm going to come straight to you first because I know what that big sack of shit's going to say, <laughs> and I've got some chat to fire as well. So I will let you, uh, I'll let you take the reins on this one because, and don't worry, I won't hold any offence. We are absolutely <laughs> awful. I know you're going to go for Leicester. I may as well put it down now. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, how do you think how do you think the game's gonna go? I can't see anything but a Leicester win if you want me to be honest. Burnley have got rid of one of their best players because they decided to put a release clause on on Chris Wood. And you look at things like that and you I actually think to me he was bought more as a panic buy just because he, he they want a week and the relegation teams around him just so they can get out of relegation. I actually think that was the kind of buy Chris Wood was. And it was probably like fifth, sixth option for Newcastle. Otherwise, I don't believe he would have been bought. But knowing that one of your best players are out, you defensively isn't nowhere near as good this season. You haven't got that much, any more attacking options. You look at the players you have got who are attacking-minded, they're outdated, I'm sorry. They're, no, no, they are. The they are. Age. <laughs> they they are. Age. I totally agree with you. I totally yeah. agree with you. They've they, been knocking, knocking around stinking a piss like Chris, half of them, so... <laughs> they're, they're literally near... Literally Chris with a mask on. And um, Leicester, I think it's going to be 2-0 for Leicester, to be honest. Uh, I, I, funnily enough, I... I went on a previous channel. I went onto Leicester fan TV prior to this, and uh, I said I'd be happy if we were to lose two 0 I'd take two 0 Although there is part of me that could see Leicester doing what they did to Southampton, wow. but I don't know. The only reason I didn't go for that is just because obviously the lack of players at the moment with COVID and things like that. But Chris, I'm sure you will tell me a lot different. I'm sure you will. I mean, I know there's some numbers come back. So I've, what, what, I've, I've made a few it? notes ready for this prediction. <laughs> so, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't, seriously. Um, I don't need to. You're going to get stuffed. You've sold your best striker to a rival. Um, he isn't going to be there. You know, he's not, he's not going to be the striker that they need when they're challenging for the Premier League title in a few years, but 20 million to them is pocket change. Um, you, you know, they've, they've come along. Not only have they bought a striker, which they were desperate for, they've bought the striker off 
one of the main relegation rivals. It's an excellent bit of business. And like mm -hmm. I say, it, it's pocket change for them. And, you know, you, you're, you know, I think you were, being honest, lucky to stay up last year. And I've got a bit of an affiliation for Burnley having sort of lived there for 20 odd years. But you were lucky last year. You, you Now uh, you, you're dead and buried. I mean, the only saving grace yeah. you've got is the fact that it's Leicester. And you don't know what Leicester's going to turn up. Um, you know, we you know, we can lose, you know, beat Liverpool one nil one week. We can lose six three to Man City the next week. Who knows what way it's going? We have got five players coming back, which is which is good news, including hopefully Touchwood, James Justin. Uh, both because we haven't got a defense, you know. When, when we're down to the point of saying our main central defender we've got is Vestergaard, that's how bad it is. Um, Dakar's coming back, so hopefully, you know, it will cause you problems up front. With any luck, Perez is now caught COVID and won't be playing. Um, <laughs> but I'd be quite happy to. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. <laughs> I'd be, I'd have been quite happy to put the kids out. I mean, the kids that went out against Watford, we we ended that match with six under twenty three players on there. There was players that I hadn't even heard of that that were on the bench. We couldn't fill the bench. We had two spaces left on the bench, and yet we're still getting rid of Benkovic, which shows how bad he is. Um, and yet we still beat Watford, another Premier League team, four one. I'd have said get keep the kids on to be honest with you, but yeah. if 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 Leicester decide to turn up, it, it, I know it's at your place, but I, I think it could be could be be bad. Benkovic, I mean, I think that says it all about the Scottish league: the fact that Rogers had this guy on loan from Leicester for two seasons. He played him regularly. He won a triple with Celtic. Won something the following season. And then came down to Leicester, where Rogers now is manager, and he hasn't played him. And like I say, when you're looking at an FA Cup, where so he's not registered for the Premier League, but he could play in the FA Cup. So, like I say, you've picked six, seven, eight players. We had two goalkeepers on the bench. We had two seats empty on the bench, and he still didn't pick Benkovic. So that kind of sums up how he feels he will perform in the Premier League. I think it also says a lot about the Scottish League as well. But, yeah, I'm Not sorry. I'm sorry, but I think um, if all those players are back and we're we're in the mood for it, uh, we're on a bit of a good run at the moment. Good night, Vienna. Or good night, whole side, as you like to say. So you, so you're going for a draw then, Chris? Yeah, <laughs> in your dreams. In your dreams. Going for a Burnley win. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, you know what? I'm I'm going to back us. I'm going to go for that mentality of you've just lost a big hitter. We all need to pull together now, and it's going to be similar to that. You know, when Denmark lost Christian Eriksen. They pulled together and they, they did pretty well. This, and I know that sounds reverse psychology and I'm, it's it's more out of hope and desperation than anything else. But I'm going to I'm gonna go for us on the back of the, why not? I'm betting against the apple cart. What, and... what have you been smoking? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Danny's um... hoping for a 3-0 with Jamie Vardy to score three own goals. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're safe from that. He's out injured for eight weeks. We're safe. Oh, that's all right then. Um, no, I mean, for me, I'll, I'll sum up this Chris Wood thing. At first, I was really pissed off. I was fuming. You've just, you you've just basically lost your... Were you petrified? Team. Yeah, oh, I kept At thinking first, I, I could never afraid. live without Chris Wood by my side. <laughs> and you know what? I've spent so many nights thinking how he's done us wrong. But we'll get the three points on Saturday and we'll grow strong and we'll learn how to get along and we'll be back from that bottom place well done, and I will mate. get you on another video to see that smug look upon your face. <laughs> yeah, if we uh, lose, you never see, see me again. Keep that going then. Um, but yeah, no, I do think losing Chris Wood is absolutely massive. Um, as I say, being a key player for us. When I looked at it, at first I thought 25 million, 20 million. I was a bit like, really? Like you paid 15 million for him when he was a championship top goal scorer. You've you've had him four seasons. He's pretty much been uh, knocking out double digits for a team that have been fighting in the bottom of the league. You know, you're expecting a bit of a, a better price tag. But then I looked at it and I thought, hold on, Luca Dean has been Everton's standout player for the last two to three seasons while he's been there. And he's just gone to Villa for the exact same amount of money. If anything, for a 30-year-old who's had a, you know, three goals in 20-odd appearances this season, that's a good deal. And not only that, crazy stat time, he's sixth in the list of most expensive transfers for players over 30. That's madness. I mean, Benucci's in there twice, fair play to him, but... I'm not being funny. That is a mad, that's absolute mad stat that for a player over 30 is now sixth in that list. I mean, I don't, I, I don't even get it. I rated for me, him when he was at Leicester, to be honest with you. I think he's a good player. Yeah, he, he is a good player. He is a good player. And, you know, getting on the end of Trippier's crosses is going to be key if that's what they want him to try and do at Newcastle. As I say, we play Newcastle on the final day of the season. That's going to be very interesting if it's still all to play for. As I've said, though, I can see the headline now. Trips, cross, wood, scores, Burnley down. It's just that. It's that. Trip, cross, wood, scores, Burnley down. And then it just pans a camera around to me crying. Um, which probably will. Probably will. But we'll see. Um, people have been saying, obviously, 2-0 Leicester. Uh, Mella says, I love Ben Me and Tarkowski, nil-nil tight at the back. Not this season, though, Mella. Cracks like you wouldn't believe. And Tarkowski can get in the next tax uh, and he can be the next player out because his mistakes galore this season. Um, I think his head's been turned and he's not playing for the cause. The Missy says, Daniel's trying to keep the Burnley fans. He argues with, happy with that choice. I think sometimes you've got to sort of bend those answers a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, now says if that happens Vardy's in the wrong goal he will get the match ball for three OGs yeah, as Chris said he's not playing uh, Kate says big difference between the first and the rest of that stat <laughs> massive and now says full time Arsenal nil, Liverpool nil in the first leg so uh, that, that's the latest on that one yeah I, as I say I'm going to go for a spirited Burnley fight shithouse 1-0 win this is where Jay Rodriguez hometown club hometown boy and I've already said it, this is where we need him to sort of do a Bamford in a way where, you know, the lead stands Rodrigo thinking that this big foreign unit's going to provide goals galore and Bamford just stepped up a level 
and became their main source of goals. Mm. Now, we need Rodriguez to basically stick a cracker up his arse, a firecracker up his arse, not a cracker. It's pointless, that. It'll just dry. Um, but, you know, stick a firework up his arse and get going. And that's what we need. We need something um, to fire us uh, up the table. Because at the moment, the only place, the only thing that's going to get fired is a couple of them that are out of contract and potentially from a certain bit of fan base, Dash maybe. So, I don't know. He signed a contract extension as well at the start of this season or the end of last. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he signed a four-year contract extension. So, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. I, I think he now needs time with the new board to get to grips of what their vision is, what his vision is, where the club's going to go from here. Because he's trying to change it now. We're trying to go from that long ball to try and play a bit of football. And obviously, as you can see this season, it's going to bat us in the arse. But sometimes you need that season to go down, rebuild and come back. But at the moment, we're not going to do it straight away because our players, as I say, they're all Chris's age and they all ain't got legs. So, <laughs> Is that your way to think legs? He's already said it. He's a Dalek underneath there, isn't he? Yeah. A Dalek that smells like garlic. <laughs> you you can make as many insults as you want. When you sat third from bottom, it's all you can do. He's I wouldn't like to be sat anywhere near your bottom, Chris, let alone a third from it. <laughs> you didn't say that last night. <laughs> Man, he's like, I wish I said no. I wish I said no. <laughs> Why did that channel say they weren't doing a video today? God, I have to end up with these two reprobates. Um, Jag says, Wood is trash to me. Newcastle overpaid for him. It's a good deal for Wood and Burnley. And Mella says, Dan, I hope Burnley do what we did. Straight back up. Hey, we both could be gone as yet, mate. We both could be gone as yet. We'll just see how it pans out. Next game then. This is another game. This is an interesting weekend because if we get something against Leicester, you've got this game um, and you've got Norwich Everton, obviously, which we'll speak about next. So there's some interesting fixtures where results could really change the outlook at the bottom end of the table. So Chris, I'll go. I'll I, I'll I'll come to you second. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, Maisie, how do you how do you see this one going? To be honest, I really hate Newcastle as a team. I really can't stand them, honestly. Is that just a Man United thing, though? (laughs) No, I just don't like them. I really just do not like them at all. And I was actually hoping that they do get relegated, but knowing that they are actually making these signings, it is going to become ever so likely that they're not going to get relegated. Watford, although they've got one of the highest goal scoring in the league, the defence is absolutely awful and it's costing them quite a lot. I actually think it is going to be a Newcastle win. However, it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Because we all know if Watford win, they win big. They'll score four or five goals. But if it's Newcastle who win, it's very low-scoring game. And I do think it's going to be a Newcastle win. They have already helped themselves in the defence. They bought Trippier. They've bought a goal scorer now to help them out whilst Wilson's injured. Perhaps maybe... They might change the formation a little bit later on. I think they might maybe go two at the front so they have a Wilson and Wood up top so they can both help each other out. But as it stands, I really think that Newcastle's going to win and it's probably going to be 1-0. Not a bad shout. Not a bad shout. Uh, the Messi says 1-1. One, one. 
Niall says, I don't have an issue with Newcastle. Yes, some of their fan base are negative and salty. And E20's on TV. Hope you're well. Uh, Hammers fans, obviously, really good channel. Go check them out. Uh, hope you're keeping well, uh, as well as we can be. As well as we can be. Uh, we'll just see how things go. Uh, Chris, coming to you. I mean, Maisie hit some really good points on the head there with the way, with Newcastle. They've sort of come into this with a bit of swagger, thinking that, you know, Billy Big Bollocks now, you know, we we the richest club in the Premier League in the world. And 20 million to them is like pocket money. It's like your mum turning around saying, you washed up today, here's 20 million. <laughs> it's, it's nothing really for Chris Wood that, but... On the flip side, he'll be available for this game um, as well if he trained today, which I think he did. Um, so, obviously, uh, how do you see the game going? Because now they've obviously got a striker and that's something Newcastle have been missing. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I like Newcastle. Um, and I like, to be honest with you, I was I was on the Newcastle channel a few weeks ago, and I was asked what I thought about the the buyout and what have you, and I think it's great. And I think you know you've you've got no disrespect to Maisie, but you've got these so called well, we'll call them the ESL six clubs that think that you know they run the Premier League, that it's all there for them. And I you know that's why I loved it when obviously Leicester won it. I love him what West Ham are doing this season, mm. knocking on the door. And I'd love to Newcastle to get up there and smash that glass window and and put a few noses out of joint in, in that top six club. Um so I, I don't I don't mind them. Um they yeah I, they have bought Chris Wood like I said you know and you said it's pocket change to them I can't see um, I can only see Watford going down sorry Mila but you know you you bought a man you bought a manager in who has no good at relegation battles he's never been in a relegation battle up until he went mm. to Fulham he got the Fulham job on the back of him winning the league with us which he walked into a very good, high-spirited team that Nigel Pearson had left him. He couldn't keep Fulham up. I know you said the other day about squad size and what have you, but he's not a manager that can keep a club up. And I don't know why Watford board looked at him and thought, yeah, the guy who's just got Fulham relegated, that's the guy to save us. Where were you when Claudio took over and where are you now? And I'm sorry, Mila, but I hope you go down because the way you treat your managers is a disgrace and and you deserve to be at the bottom. You deserve to go down. Uh, I don't like clubs that do this to the managers as regularly as you do. And this is going to be a 1-0 win to uh, Newcastle. Chris Wood scoring. Box says Burnley is staying up. Box, hope you're well. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. I really do hope so, mate. Um, I can't see it, but I really want it to happen. Uh, so what are you going for, Chris? Newcastle? Yeah, 1 0. Yeah, uh, it's a game I didn't really want to predict, but at the end of the day, if you're going to do a prediction show, Daniel, you've got to uh, <laughs> pick one or go down the middle, mate. Um, I think. Newcastle, Newcastle will need a bounce. They'll they'll need uh, you know something after that Cambridge loss. Uh, that'll have hit them hard, really hard. Um, and something needs something needs to give there. Uh, Eddie Howe needs to obviously again, as I said with Burnley, needs to basically fire these players up, get them playing, 
I mean, looking at that game against Cambridge, Trippier came out and said, wow, that sort of what club have I come to? At the end of the game, we were going around shaking hands, clapping the fans. There were Newcastle players already walking off, not even clapping the fans. And he's like, what are you doing? And they all just walked away. So it could be a case for Newcastle where no matter how much money they spend, if you've got a team full of egos and a couple of bad eggs, you know, in the background, it can really derail the confidence, the togetherness, and it could it could still send them down. But obviously, there's that renowned optimism around it. Who knows? But yeah, I, I think I think I've got to go with you guys being a realist. I think you've got to look at the fact that Newcastle need that bounce. So I'm going to stick with what you guys have said on that one. Um, Copy that's amazing. That's what he's doing. <laughs> that's it. As long as as long as I beat you with one, I'm not bothered. <laughs> hopefully, Brighton beat Palace because that's the only one we've sort of been <laughs> different on. I think. Uh, now says so make sure if you haven't already hit the like and subscribe button and share stream on all of all three of the guests' socials. Yeah, as I say, um, Maisie's channel and Chris's channel is in the link description. Um, so do check out their channels. Go and show them some support and some love. Um, We've been linked with... Oh. <laughs> Is he still alive? Oh, my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. At first, I Is saw that thought... At first, I saw that. I thought, I've never heard of the guy. Who's this foreign bloke we're bringing in? And then all of a sudden, that comes about. Charlie, what have you done to me? I've gone from having an heart attack to this random foreign decent player that's coming in. It's a fucking Andy Carroll. I mean, how many games have you got left? How many hours is he going to play? Not many, because he'll get sent off for using his bastard shoulders in next game. He'll get, he'll get injured after 10 minutes in the first game, and that's the last you'll see of him. He scored two goals for Reading, two really good goals the other day, right? And still got beat 7 1 or something like that. Both of his goals. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He scored two goals for Reading, and they got beat 7 1. Yeah, both of his goals got ruled ruled out for offside. But he scored no red kick and a a chest and volley from Edge at Box, both of them ruled out. Um, if, If that's what he's living off, I can't. No, no. I didn't even know he was still playing, did you, Maisie? Oh, he was retired uh, long ago. Oh, yeah. my God. I'd rather have Roy Carroll up front, let alone Andy Carroll. <laughs> I'd rather have Lewis Carroll that wrote bloody Peter Rabbit. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that's that's bad. The missus says I'm eight away from 300, so that's even worse. I'm even closer to doing a stupid challenge. Um <laughs> I might, have to, I might have to go to Newcastle and do it, see if they'll give me 30 quid. Uh, Box says, best hope is Norwich and Newcastle get cut apart, so hope for a Watford win. Um, I, I'd rather it just probably finish a draw if we get a result, to be fair. Then it keeps both teams in the hunt. Uh, now, says, Dan, if Burnley go down, you can always have Graham Alexander, who used to play for you as manager. I don't think he'd want to leave Motherwell. He's doing pretty well there, to be fair. Um, so it would not surprise me. Uh, who are Burnley looking at to replace Chris Wood? Nobody, because we're not linked with anybody apart from that shit house that Charlie just mentioned. Cheers, Charlie. Thank you for that. Com- You've ruined my holiday. Um, honestly, absolute misery. 
Um, an ex-Salford manager knows Gary Neville. Yeah, just because he knows Gary Neville, he won't speak to him again. He bloody fobbed him off. So we'll see. Carroll will be decent. Yeah. In League Two. Not for Burnley, for Christ's sake. Uh, now says, Dan, just get a drink. Call Kate now. Um, Charlie says, sorry, lad. Just off camera, Kate's gone like that to you now. So, uh, you know, just, just to clarify, I'll, I'll get her in bad books. Don't worry about it. Uh, and as she said, I don't get paid enough. She doesn't. She doesn't. I pay her in buttons because we're, we're Northern and we have fuck all money up here. Um, now says, have a drink of water, Dan. Now, I don't have water. Water. I'm not at council pop, sod off. Um, Box says, Burnley should gamble, spend the wood money. Yeah, exactly. For me, the 30 mil that we've spent in the summer of this uh, of this season was the 30 million from the sale of Michael Keane two or three seasons ago because we never invested that money back into the squad. So where this money's coming from, or their money, I want I, I want to know. But we'll keep that for another day. Uh, Charlie says it's a real Burnley-type signing, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It is. Everybody's signing Coutinho, Luca Dean, Flaming. Half of our squad's pissing off to Newcastle for a big pay packet. And we get some has-been shithouse that gets sent off every two minutes with glass ankles, another one, Ridiculous. I hope it's not. I hope it's not because it'll be some stupid little transfer video of him as well with his mongy ponytail. Honestly, do not bring him in. Please don't. Oh, he can put a purple bubble in to represent Burnley. Purple? Yeah, purple bubble. Wow. And he'll represent my Burnley's like, colour. Like a, like a one of them burgundy colours. Like a Burnley. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> burgundy or claret, I can take, but purple, then I just think... I'm like, bloody hell. Then he's, just, then he's just repping to get a job with Premier League after that. Yeah, then he can obviously represent Burnley with his little bobble and then he can put like a little bow in it as well to represent the Burnley. And um, I think he would literally suit you. <laughs> Big up, Andy <laughs> Carroll. <laughs> Fucking Andy Carroll. Can't believe that. Cannot believe that. Boxers, have a look at Aribo and Morelos. Uh, yeah, Morelos would be a decent shout, but then yet again... Is there a reason why Gerard hasn't brought him to Aston Villa? His temper. Exactly. I don't think he'll... Uh, I think up in Scotland, it's a different ball game, as Chris said earlier. Uh, Jag said, Kiefer Moore and Seiko Fafana. Burnley have been linked with him. Fafana bid got rejected. Yes, understood about that. That's a sorry, Kate, because he laughed at Andy Carroll. Um, not council pop love. It's United Utilities pop and it's all paid for. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry now she likes you really get in there go on mate uh, Charlie says <laughs> it's uh, unreliable source to be honest I hope it is I really hope it is um, please don't share it to me because if someone's mocked, a, mocked an image up of him in a kit I'll scream um, I might just find one and send you it Dan you'll just mock one up now on purpose anyway um, I do have a sense of humour on me, Kate, whenever I need it. Not had a proper laugh for a while. Solanke might be a shout. No, I think he's found his level at the Championship for me at the moment. Another player. Nah, you're, nah, nah. Laughing is the best form of medicine. It definitely is. Definitely is. So, yeah, we all went for Newcastle in that game. Here we go. I think we all know where this one's going to go. Amazing. What we're doing with this one. I mean... Can you see Norwich even getting anything? But then yet again, Everton have just lost a key player. It, it, 
this isn't this is a banana skin game, isn't it? it it's definitely a, a one that could ruin your bet at weekend. Norwich is Norwich, such a yo-yo team. In and out, in and out. They might as well shake it all about. Um, they should literally just like put a team, like a league, in between the Premier League and the Championship, and put Norwich in there, West Brom, Fulham, and all that. Because that's what is the two crap for the Premier League, but the two go for the Championship. It doesn't make sense. This Everton side is the worst Everton side I have seen in such a long time. I genuinely believe Rafa Benitez don't care about the club. I think he's literally just here just for a bit of a pay packet. I don't think he's got any kind of passion to take uh, Everton anywhere. Because look at how they are. They brought in signings, great. They brought in Townsend. And they have been their best players from the summer to now. Because you look at Calvert-Lewin, been so injury prone. Where's Rich Allison been? Well, I, 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 I will be what's he done this season. You look at them kind of players who people say is a key kind of player. They haven't done anything at all this season. And I do question what is going on because there's obviously some kind of conflict with Rafa Benitez with the players as well. And at this point, I genuinely believe it's going to be a nil-nil. I actually think Norwich is going to get a point. Oof. Oof, straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. Straight down the middle. Chris, how do you see it? How do you see this going? As it, as Maisie already said, Norwich are a team where you don't know what they're going to do one minute from the next. Everton, however, are absolutely dire at the moment. And it's it's hard. I mean, I, I'll, I'll hear it from hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, Mark at Blue Boys Network, hope you're well, mate. It's straight in here. The Championship, that's where we're going. <laughs> see you there. We'll see you there. Honestly, I know, I know how much you're getting pissed off with Rafa now and stuff like that. It's uh, becoming a bit of a joke, isn't it? Uh, the fact that, you know, all that good work that Moyes did back then, it sort of stagnated and then it sort of dwindled back out again. So, Chris, how do you see this game going? I'm going to say something I never thought you'd ever hear me say. Um, I agree with Maisie. Oh, I thought you were going to quit <laughs> YouTube for a minute then. <laughs> I, I've, I've got it down as a nil-nil. Um, Norwich... I did a show earlier in the season, which basically it was called Norwich. Why? I mean, why are they there? They shouldn't be allowed to come up because they are taking the place up of a team that could give it a good go. Brentford this season, Leeds last season, Sheffield United the season before, blah. All these teams have come up and given it a really good go. Norwich come up, they don't get out the bottom three. Yeah, you know, they're the only decent manager they've had for for a long time. Uh, after they've just won a game. Uh, I just don't know. They are ruining this for everybody else. They purely are in there to get the money they get every time they get promoted. And then they go down, live it off uh, the the money they get when you go the umbrella money, and then come back up again. And it's, it's denying another club's the chance to come up. Everton... You know, I actually... I think it's Everton, not Benitez. Benitez is a good manager. You know, he's proved what he can do at Newcastle. My God, you know, he got he got that team up to mid-table. They went down, he got them back up again. And I think he is, he's a good choice for Everton. I, I believe that at the start of the season. And the thing is, Everton have got some good players. because You know, they, they spent the money over the previous years, mm. got rid of managers, and then, you, you know, you find, you've got all these good players. Now you've only got a good manager coming in. There's something going on behind the, the scenes there. 
and the players aren't happy. It, it sounds like with uh, with Benitez, and as we always know, you know, the players always win. The manager never wins. You wouldn't think the man, you know, manager is a manager. You know, they, they never win that argument. Um, and yet, it is a. I expected them to do, just to be doing a hell of a lot better. Um, I think that, I don't think they'll go down, but I think I think Norwich will get a point off this one. And I say I've gone for nil nil. It's going to be the last game on match of the day on Saturday night. Oof. It's definitely going to be the five minute one. What the commentators don't talk about. Yes. <laughs> yes. Makes a change from it being us. Um, True. I'm going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the misses. I think I, I can see Everton nicking this. Um, I can. It, it's definitely one of those games where it's going to be like an absolute drab fest. And then someone's just going to nick it with a scrappy pinball it box or something like that. Um, but yeah, I am going to back the boys in blue. I'm going to back the toffees for this one. Uh, my stepdad will be happy to hear that being a blue. So um, I will uh, go for Everton on this one. And as Mark said, the club's finished 580 mil in uh, in five years to have a shocking team and a manager who loves Liverpool. Lost our best player to then sign a player that can't get on their bench. Shambles. Keep smashing it. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Obviously, fingers crossed for your season because I, I really do like Everton. Uh, as I say, I've, you know, my stepdad being a blue, I'll always sort of have a little, a little bit of an affiliation. And when we were like a mid-table club in the championship, I always thought that if we ever get promoted, we should emulate sort of what Moyes were doing at the time with Everton and uh, hoping that we'd have done that. Uh, it seems we're just doing a really shit job of it. Uh, but no, you guys stick at, stick at it. You just need to... You know, some something's got to give. Something has to give. Uh, and as Box says, and he agrees with you, Rafa is a busted flush. He is a fraud. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Everton. Uh, I'm gonna give the boys in blue the points in this one. Next one, trip to Molyneux for Southampton. Chris, I'll jump straight to you first. Obviously, you're not for, not living far away from Southampton, so. Uh, are you going to back a team close to you, or do you think Wolves have the gal to get the points in this one? Southampton are a funny team this season. I mean, they they they're always sort of mid-table finishing. Uh, they they sell the, the the best players, but they've just been taken over, um, as everybody seems to be at the moment. I mean, I was surprised when I looked at the table and saw that they were actually up in eleventh place. I didn't think they were that high. Um, that's probably about where they're probably going to finish. Wolves have surprised me this season. I thought Wolves were going to be relegation uh, battlers. They got rid of uh, Nuno, who I thought was a brilliant manager for them. Um, well, they got rid of him. He walked whichever way it went. But I, th I think that was a really, I thought at the time, a bad decision. And Large has come in and I thought, yeah, it was he. And he's doing well with Wolves. He's doing very well with Wolves. You know, he's got them up in eighth place. Um, they've kind of both won two in the last five, but it's at Wolves, and I'm going for a, uh, Wolves to nick this 2 1. Not a bad shout, not a bad shit. Bad shout. Jack says the same thing 2 1. Wolves bet. He's a man who knows, for Jack. a 1 0 Wolves. He's a man who knows. <laughs> Speaking of men who know, Maisie, what was your prediction? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do I think? <laughs> um, why am I trying to talk posh? I'm not a posh man, but let's just go my predictions anyway. Uh, Southampton, considering they've lost 
so many players, they've lost Danny Ings for one. They've lost Vestergaard, who was their best centre-back. They've lost quite a few players in this window. <laughs> well, let's just be honest. It's about time you get a crap centre-back considering you offloaded us to Harry Maguire. So it's absolutely fine. Best thing this we ever did. <laughs> I can imagine it probably is. Whoever done that deal was absolutely stupid. That's all I'm going to say. But... Southampton have done really, really well. They brought in Armstrong from Blackburn. And sometimes it can take a championship player to adapt very slowly to the league, but he seems to have adapted quite well. And I've been really impressed, and considering Danny Ings is um, a big shoes to replace, he's done the job pretty well, I'd say. Wolves, for me, though, they've been on a different level. I realise Nuno, it's a shame he left. But I think a lot of people underestimated Bruno Large as a manager and he's clearly shown that he is capable of being at Wolves. A lot of people predicted him to be one of the first managers to be sacked. I didn't know too much about him to say, is he going to get sacked, is he not? But he's done the job brilliantly. Very underrated signing, Jose Sarr. He's brought... Um, Max Kilman, his form is absolutely incredible. The only thing what Wolves need is a proper goal scorer. Um, for it to go alongside Jimenez or a proper winger. Otherwise, there'd be no reason why this team can't compete for Europe at this point. And for me, I'm going to go for a 1-0 for Wolves. I think they don't score that many goals. They don't concede that many. They don't concede neither, though. And when you've got a team who are very well... Say this is a triangle. Goalkeeper here, two centre-backs here. If the triangle works, you're not going to concede goals. Their triangle works. So if they had, they've got a good triangle. All they need now is the triangle in the attack to create some more goals. Most of the goals are coming off the midfield right now, so they need some more goal scorers. Otherwise, they can compete for Europe. But at the moment, I'm going to say it's going to be a one nil to Wolves. No, fair shout, fair shout. I think I'm going to, um, I'm going to go totally opposite to you two. I'm going to go for Southampton. I think they've put, they've had a, a quite a bit of togetherness. Even though going off what you've said, Maisie, I do think that no matter the players that they've lost, they've sort of still managed to rally round together and get something and get the odd result here and there, which they always seem to do season in, season out. For me, this is one of those games, again, that where you don't know what Wolves you're going to get. Mm. You don't know what Wolves you're going to get. You don't know whether it's just going to be a case of Southampton turn up and they nick it on a Ward Prowse free kick or something stupid like that. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna just just to go against the apple cart. I'm I'm gonna go for Southampton, just because I want to be a bit different. Why not change it up? Change Difference it up. Good. Difference good unless you lose. Yeah, which <laughs> most of the time I'm used to losing. I've got used to it now. No more rants. I'm used to it. Uh, Ace Jordan Shaw, first time viewer. Big up yourselves. Thank you for tuning in, Jordan. Uh, really does mean a lot. Um, cracking show and stuff um, so yeah do check out the Ace Jordan show on his channel um, really nice guy and stuff so now I said enjoying the show guys big ups been great fun and laughs oh, it's not over till it's over we've still got four games to get through and who better to speak about the next game than oh, a Manchester United fan herself Aston Villa against Manchester United. As you can see, Maisie, Villa have strengthened massively. Uh, San Nicotinho, Luca Dean coming in. This is going to be 
a game where either Aston Villa are going to be pumped up and really go for this, or you're just going to get that Man United performance that, yeah, you're just, just Man United. <laughs> you know what? I have actually, I'm with this team, I'm literally getting annoyed with the team. The thing is, there's a difference between a loser against a team, but if you play well and lose, you think, right, you've put all your effort in. But this team does not put the effort in. They're after a wage packet at the club, and that's all they care about. You, we, when you look at this transfer window, this is the best window we, like last window, was the best window we had post Sir Alex Ferguson. Bringing in Ronaldo, bringing in Varane, bringing in Sancho and Tommy Eaton. But you look at it and you think, this team... When you look at it on paper, this team should be title like like competing for the title. You really should. That's what you really should be. Villa are such a dark horse. They they was actually so unlucky to not win in that FA Cup. They had two disallowed goals. Um, they, after twenty minutes, they played a much better team than us. Now they've strengthened even more. Continuo is actually signed to be uh, starting for Man- against Manchester United if Gerard does decide that. And you know what? I think he will have that blood, especially being an ex-Liverpool player as well, just like Steven Gerrard, that he will want to get these three points from Manchester United. And Manchester United know we need these three points to try and actually get into Europe. And we've heard the excuses and saying, I'm sorry, we've heard Ronaldo saying we should be at least be in the top three. Well, the team needs to sort out. We can't blame the manager anymore. It's the players, it's the board, it's the owners. And you can't look nothing past that. And you know what? I really can't see us winning this game. I really can't. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Fair play, fair play. I mean, at least you've been honest in your assessment there. I think that's a fair, fair shout. Um I mean, as you, as, you, as you said, you, you'll know Man United better than most of us. Maisie, I've got a, I've got something for you, right? Now, I got ribbed about it and I've managed to find it. Now, there's two things that's embarrassing about this. Mm. There's what I'm wearing and what I'm holding. <laughs> Is it your pyjamas? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Hey, hey, hey. Man United pajamas holding an S Club Seven album. <laughs> oh. Did Mrs. Riley give you that? That is a hello, Mrs. Riley. Hello, <laughs> well done. Nice. Respect to you, Dan, for putting this on the stream because um, Dan came on my channel for the preview for the Burley game and he said he had Man United pajamas. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to see it. Oh, the whole, the whole net, the whole. Worldwide web knows about Daniel in his pajamas. Honest to God, look at that bowl cut. Look at that bowl cut. That's disgraceful. <laughs> hey, at least you got hair then, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I met you. <laughs> Favorite S Club Seven track. Go on. <laughs> Never had a dream come true. Oh well, that's true when you're Burnley fan, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's not even a song title. I was just telling you as it is. <laughs> that's why Dan put yourself below because when he's showing that picture, he wanted to hide his face just so he didn't feel embarrassed. My favourite step song is five, six, seven, eight because that's how many goals we'll be scoring on Saturday. Hey, That'll be why we end up in the Premier League as well, five, six, seven, or eight. <laughs> <laughs>
Now says Gerard is a born Gerard is a born winner. Look how well he did at Rangers. But uh, to be fair, anybody could have gone into Rangers or Celtic and probably done a such decent a job. Born, but they're the two, the two biggest winner. teams in there. Gerard is such a born winner. He still couldn't win the Premier League. Blessing. Exactly. Blessing. Exactly. His slip caused it. But old Slippy G. Uh, now says this game worries me I'm going well, to win United <laughs> will be a hard fought game go on Dan that's brilliant hey I'm, I, I can take the piss out of myself for, I, I don't mind I don't mind I can take the banter uh, putting this pic in the rowdy comment section on your Facebook page it's it's already going on it's already on the Facebook page we're live on Facebook so it's fine <laughs> um, but yeah Chris how do you see it going as you say Stephen Gerrard's you know as much as when he was at Liverpool prior to get taking the Rangers job and Klopp told him, you know, ditch the name, find yourself as a manager, it seems players want to play for him because he's Steven Gerrard. Mm. When, when a player's deciding what club to go to, obviously the manager has an effect. You know, course, yeah. how, how many players went to Man United because it was Sir Alex Ferguson? So of course it happens, and and that's you know that's good. It's good that that happens that you've got a successful manager. Man United are, are, are suffering because they had such success under Sir Alex Ferguson. It, it, I mean, look at Liverpool. You know they had so much success pre Alex Ferguson. They were the bigger team than Man United. They were bigger in Europe, but then it took them thirty years to get back to sort of winning anything again. Yeah. So. Man United, Arsenal, they've got probably a bit of a way to go. I had Man United, I will be honest with you, is in the top four this season. With the players they got, they should be in the top four. And I said that if they don't do that, Solskjaer's gone. Well, he went earlier than I sort of kind of planned. But I look at Man United and I think, why have you got an interim manager in that's going to take till the end of the season and then you might get um, a manager you want. You are Man United. You're one of the biggest clubs in the world. You should be saying, this is who we want. We're going to go and get him. And we're going to give him whatever money he wants. Yeah. And that is almost, as unfortunately, Maisie, that's almost what the Glazers have brought you down to. Exactly. Got... That's all they like. All they care about is that little bit of yeah. extra money from the Champions League. They... Yeah. All they think is, right, you need to get into top four. They don't care about us winning the league. They just say, no. get into top four, that's what matters because they know they've got that little bit of extra money. In yeah. this transfer window, if you actually look at it, say if you was a player and then Manchester United said, oh, will you come to us? But then you have no certainty of who the manager is going to mm. be in six months' time. You'll look and think, well, what about what's going to happen in six months' time? Yeah. How do I yeah. know a manager might come in and want to drop me or want to sell me or put me on loan? And that is that uncertainty. If they wanted to bring in Ralph as an interim manager, fair enough. But then they should have come out and said, right, Ten Hag is the new manager in the summer or Pochettino's the new manager. Mm. That's what they should have done. But they've literally got no drive whatsoever because if they wanted to sack Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, they should have done it after that Manchester City defeat, giving them the two weeks to find somebody. But they do it after Watford, leaving us with a caretaker manager, then an interim manager. It doesn't make sense. They've just got no care, no ambition. They just to care say, about what's in their pocket. To say that football is run by businessmen, <laughs> you, you, their businesses must be, you know, <laughs> bad pan. You don't sack somebody in a business if you don't have somebody in line to replace them. And when Leicester won the Premier League, 
One of the main reasons was, as good as we were, was how bad other teams were. And Man City announced they were sacking Pellegrini, or E, whatever he was called, Pellegrini, with about eight or nine, ten games to go, I think. So at that point, yeah. the players are going, why are we playing for this guy? He's not going to be here. And they, you know, they they, they, they struggled. Um and, and you're quite right. I mean, you know, you hear this discord in the camp at Man United. I think one of the worst things you did was sign Ronaldo because I think he's he's causing a lot of stink behind the scenes. Um, you know, the other day I was on your show. Well, I wasn't on your show. I was in the chat and somebody said, who's managing United? And I jokingly said Ronaldo in the chat. But probably, to be honest with you, probably not far off that. I, I just... I just don't get where Man United are at the moment, you know. And as a fan of other clubs, of course we're enjoying it. You know, like That's I said, cool. we always enjoy the big clubs struggling, whether it's you, Arsenal, Man City, whoever, and the smaller clubs, Brentford and all these clubs, doing well. Um, Gerard, he, he, he surprised me. Because like I say, being... Um, <laughs> being... <laughs> As good as uh, you are in Scotland means nothing. And I, I've got a ex-Celtic manager at my club, but it means nothing, uh, the fact that you've done well. But he's come into Villa and he has kind of revitalised them. I mean, they're still only sort of in 14th place, but he's got them playing well. They're laying down a statement in this transfer window. You know, Coutinho, uh, it'd be interesting to see how good he is because everybody's saying he's not, he's not the player that Liverpool had. So we'll wait, but then again, he's not played that many games. But I've, I'm sorry, Maisie, but I've got this down as a two-one to Villa. They were unlucky the other I night. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we lose this game. And mm. I even said after that Wolves defeat, if you, people think we're going to be in top four after this, mm. then they don't understand football because yeah. we're not going to get into top four. And you know what? No. It. I do praise teams like. West Ham. I praise these teams like Crystal Palace, Brentford, because they're doing the job. They they have got uh yeah, yeah, last year. But <laughs> they're doing a job. They've got structure. They've they're bringing in good transfers. What are making the impact? And you know what? I I say this. I've said it before Ali Gunnar Solskjaer gets that. Nothing is gonna get changed at this club. Unless the Glazers sell up, because the mm. board are gonna the board run by the Glazers have zero ambition, just like the Glazers do. So why would the players have the ambition if the Glazers say, "Oh, it doesn't matter, just going to top four this season"? Then it's absolutely fine. It doesn't matter if you lose ten games, but if you finish fourth, then that's okay with us. Why Can I ask you a question, Maisie? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ronaldo's come out and said. He may not stay, depending which manager they they, they they sign on. I mean, you can't have players coming out and no. saying that, can you? Too much player power these days. And mm. It's a shame because when you are in a job, and, for instance, I'm not doing my job, it's not me who... It's not the manager who gets that. It's me who gets the sack. So why should that 
apply for football, why should the manager get the sack for their players not performing? Yeah. This is what they should have done like at whole several years ago. They should be reducing pay packets to players who don't perform. I'm gonna tell you something, Harry Maguire won't have been on a way for all this season if that's the case. Lou sure, he won't be on the pay packet. But I suppose as I was gonna say, there is some advantages for Man United. Luke Shaw's out of suspension, it is in the suspension, Mitt is in the suspension, advantage United. Uh, Paul Pogba's still out, which is another advantage as he is also a big ego at Manchester United. Uh, Disadvantage, Harry Maguire's back. Harry Maguire, in fairness, he he had a struggle when he first came, but he had a huge price tag on his shoulders. He then had a couple of good seasons and he's he's gone off again. I don't get that why, but the one thing I wanted to ask you, Maisie, is do you think Ronaldo was not Solskjaer. I don't think... Did, do you think Solskjaer wasn't bothered for him, but it was just the case of if we don't get in Manchester City well and we can't have that? I actually think it was more the case about Sir Alex Ferguson ringing Ronaldo City. What are you doing signing for Manchester City? Mm. Come home, come home. We all will accept you. And I think that's all it was. Because when you look at the signings we got, as much as Varane was a needed signing... um. You could say Sancho was an easy signing because he was going on. I was literally getting near enough grey hairs at this point with Jaden Sancho being linked for two years. Um, when you look at that, ideally, if these players weren't going to sign a contract extension, could Manchester United would would Manchester United actually bought these players realistically? And the answers would have been no. We wouldn't have got them if Ronaldo never said to Juventus, I'm not playing at this club any longer. If Varane didn't say, I'm gonna, I'm not extending my contract. If Sancho d- decided he wanted to extend this contract, we wouldn't have even got them. So I even think it was just more bargains for the Glazers as well. And they've used Ronaldo as a franchise. You look at, I looked at the Megastore, they've got their own Cristiano Ronaldo merchandise. That just shows that they're using his name to mm. make a, a little bit extra money. Um, and I would imagine he's earning a bit off it as well. Oh, <laughs> so, massively. You know. Massively. Welcome to the I mean, Manchester United channel, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I put one picture up of me in my pyjamas and we've become a Man United channel. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, I'm actually going to go for Man United. I think this is going to be a nice even split. You know, you've gone down the middle, Mazek. Chris has gone for Aston Villa. I'm I'm going to go for United. I just think even with Maguire back, um, I still think that across the park, there's some players with as you said, there's players that are missing. So the players that do come in might have a bit of fat in the belly to actually want to put in a performance to show the manager that give me a shot, give me a chance, uh, let me see what I let me show you what I can do. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going to go for Man United to nick this one. You're all right there. <laughs> bashing doors about <laughs> what did you do to invest that 80 million by the way like what, what <laughs> did you use this card with it what, what did we do with the what did we do with your very generous offer for 80 million pounds did you buy a Vestergaard with it? We built <laughs> no, no we, we built a fantastic new training ground which is one of the best in Europe <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very much for that. <laughs> You're so welcome. You're very, very welcome. And that... um, was that used for a Perez contract extension, by the way? 
No, I'm not. <laughs> no. All right, okay, you said it now. Look, for me, <laughs> he's out. He should be out of the club this window. We had an FA Cup match where, like I said, you know, we had ended up with six players from the under 23s on the pitch at 90 minutes. Perez started. I didn't we've, know we, we, we've got Inacho in um, Africa. We've got Vardy out for eight weeks. We had Dakar with COVID. He should be going, this is my bloody chance now. With yeah. Watford, who aren't very particularly very good, no disrespect to Mila, but, you know, I'm going to go and get a couple here. He got taken off and replaced by a teenager. You know, these teenagers, they looked at that and they went, we're going to, you know, we're getting a chance to play, for, you know, for the big club, <laughs> the big league team. We're going to take this. And they grabbed that with both hands. You know, you would not look at that result and that game and go that, you know, we, we didn't have a full-strength team out. And yet Perez, they couldn't, they couldn't put the effort in. What a shame. No, that's, that's, that's it's true. Old Perez. What a shame. I suppose you could put him back in the under-23s for a bit, see how he gets on, and then maybe you might be able to bring him back through as a 20-year-old. The, the only thing is, the only thing is, that we didn't pay 80 million for him. We only paid 30. You're still so. giving him a wage packet. That's all I'll say. <laughs> of 80 million a year. <laughs> <laughs> now says, smash the likes and subscribe button. Please do. Thank you a lot now for putting that in the chat. Um, obviously, do check out these guys above me as well. Obviously, check out their channels there. Uh, links to their channels are in the description, so do check them out. But yeah, please do smash the subscribe button and a like on the Can't video if you are enjoying Ralph's the content. Ralph's interested in buying Perez, isn't he? Who? No, he's not. Ralph is, Ralph is interested in buying Perez. <laughs> he, he, he's a typical Man United signing. I tell you something, they'll never be that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> they'll never be as desperate as you buying Perez, and um, we'll never be as desperate as Burnley buying Andy Carroll. But you did buy, you did, you did buy. I tried to forget about that, Maisie. That's why I thought I'll save, I'll save the embarrassment of Burnley signing Andy Carroll by putting a picture of me up in pajamas. I thought that would be enough to sort of cushion the blow. Um, clearly not. Clearly not. Um, speaking of speaking of blows, obviously a team that's doing a lot better than you, Maisie. Uh, Liverpool. Um, um, no blow. <laughs> it's all right. Chris has got no feeling down at the bottom. So if, if Chris ever done? said to you, oh, that were a bit below the belt, you could have said, well, you wouldn't have felt it then, would you? <laughs> Do you know what, mate? I have difficulty keeping it below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in, Fox. <laughs> this, is, this is why I'm only filmed. If I go any further down with the camera, it won't be the only the microphone that you'll see. <laughs> in fact, can I just say, you you think this is the microphone, don't you? <laughs> this is just a, a big black condom. <laughs> Why do you make your own personalised ones on your merch store? Oh, yes. Yeah, they'll be available in the merchandise store. <laughs> How much protection do you have, or, or is it uh, Europa League free? Well, we used we used to have, we used to have um, we used to have having Maguire condoms, but he let too much through. <laughs> that took a dark turn, God for last. Um, I'm sure you made plenty of conference ones, didn't you? 
<laughs> we'll, 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 we know if we win that, it will be the quiz question for the next hundred odd years. Who won the inaugural <laughs> conference? Does it like the man Jim Jams? No, I do not. I do not. Scott me for last. Just a quick question, Maisie. Sorry, how did you get on in the Champions League the other season when you went down to the Europa, got through to the final? What happened? <laughs> we won against Unai Emra. We lost didn't win. We lost against Unai Emra. You lost against <laughs> But at least we actually was in a semi-decent league. We're not in a non-existent kitty cat league, are we? Well, so... it wasn't the league you started in. You, you, would, you almost got rewarded for failure. I suppose that's how you sum Man United up now, is it? Do you have one of them little um, tops behind saying, I've been in the Champions League once? Still got further than any other English team the season we were in it. <laughs> I knew not to help. Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid, a decent Spanish team, doing well in the Spanish League at the moment, if you if you check. Were you, in the the were you actually even in the Champions League that year? I don't well, think you were. Europa, I, I don't think. think you were. Yes, but yeah. I think I think we won the Europa. That we won the Europa that league. If I'm not mistaken, we won it against Ajax, who was one of the best. Yeah. That's like saying Newcastle might win the championship next year, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so Liverpool, Brentford. <laughs> Jack says Liverpool three nil. The missus says Liverpool four one. And Nile says 3-0 as well. And she and Nile also says, don't bat to it, Maisie is trolling and fishing. It's fine. <laughs> that, that's Chris to a T. That's it, that's his Tinder profile. Uh, full-time troll and fish uh, and fishing, fishing guru. Attracted um, you, Dan. Attracted you. <laughs> it did. It did. You, you lured me in. You what lured was his me profile in. picture, Dan? Eh? What was his profile picture? It's like um you know that you know that off. <laughs> You know that painting by, I can't remember who it was, is it Picasso, that old bloke in a flat cap with like a pitchfork and his mouth out? I was going to say, what's that one called where it's just the guy with his mouth wide open? Oh, the one that's like... Yeah. The scream. Yeah, the yeah, scream. The scream that, that's yeah. my profile picture. Mm. Hey, that that'll be me come ten past three on Saturday, mate. So don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll be three nil up by then. Oh, no, I'm on about when Burnley are one nil up. Um, at least yours is in blackout Saturday, anyway, Dan. It doesn't matter. You're in blackout. No, Saturday. that's true. That's true. I mean, obviously, we're now on to Sunday's games. Obviously, the Villa Man United game is five thirty kickoff on Saturday, but Liverpool Brentford two p.m. Sunday kickoff. Um, they always say don't back the early kickoff, but there's two two pm kickoffs, which we'll get into the next game after that. But Liverpool Brentford, Maisie, I know obviously Liverpool have been having a good season. They're not, they're not literally at the moment on the same par as Man City. They're not going to be a title contender. Uh, so, I think it's just a case of trying to cement that second position, isn't it? Yeah, for them it is cementing Champions League football, and they are losing out of Salah and Mane. I know a lot of people saying Liverpool's had a good season. Yes, compared to last season, they have. But they still have got unnecessary draws, unnecessary defeats. Like, you look at that Chelsea, both the Chelsea games, they've drew them. And one of them, Chelsea was a one-man down. And they've, they drew against newly promoted Brentford. You look at them kind of draws and you think, if you didn't draw that many games, you could have been challenging with Manchester City. Um. 
for me, Brentford, I've been really well. I never backed Brentford to be relegated because I've seen the kind of play they did in the Championship, bringing in Ivan Tony on such a bargain. I think they got him for five million from Petersburg. Yeah. Um, what a signing he has been. And knowing that he's worth forty million now is absolutely unbelievable. They've got so many brilliant players, and Bumo for another one. Janlet for me, Ethan Pinnock, who had the highest interceptions in the yeah. Championship. Um, they're a very good structured team and I could never then kind of games with Brentford, I think they step up a lot more against the bigger teams than they do in the smaller teams. That's where I feel like the smaller teams kind of sniff them out more than the bigger teams. And I actually gonna go for a draw. I'm gonna go for a two two draw. Chris <laughs> Chris sniffing out his next joke. Um <laughs> Speaking of jokes, Chris, we'll come to you next. Uh, how, do you, how do you see it going? Liverpool, I take Brentford. that from I many mean... teams, but not from Burnley. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> Liverpool, they're not going to win it this season. Um, you know, Sorry, mate, are, you, are you actually going for Liverpool? I've not said yet. No, I said his mate. Did Maisie say Liverpool? Oh, sorry. No, I said a draw. I said a draw. You said 2-2 two, two, draw. Keep, oh, keep got, up, yeah. mate. Keep up. I was too busy thinking, RRP Desmond, by the way, since somebody's mentioned it. Maisie's gone for a Desmond too, to answer. She's gone for a Desmond. <laughs> so Liverpool, Brentford, you've gone straight down the middle. Go on, Chris. No, Liverpool, they're not going to win it this season. Their title challenge finished at the King Power when we beat them 1-0. Uh, that was their season over. Uh, and the thing with Liverpool is they'd waited so long and then they came along and had that one year where they literally won everything. You know, World Club Championship, you, you know, Champions League, Super Cup, World Cup, I think. I mean, there literally wasn't anything they didn't win. But they've not kicked on from there. You know, what have, they, what have they won since that? Nothing, you know. They haven't won a domestic cup. Did the League Cup? Did they or? They haven't won a Carabao Cup or an FA Cup. No, they've not won. They've not won anything, you know. And they should do when you, you when you literally. I said there wasn't anything they didn't win. They should have moved on from there, and they should have been challenging. Um, I love Brentford. I I had them to stay up because I say I love the smaller clubs that 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 you know come up and do well. That's why I have you know quite like Burnley. Um, and I didn't think they'd go down. I thought out of the three of the teams that came up, they would be the one that stayed up. They've got great, great start to the season. But I just think Liverpool's going to have too much for them. And I've gone for a 2-0 Liverpool. Because it's that. Bersha, mm. I'm with you on this, Chris. I think if, if it was the other way around and it was at uh, Brentford yeah. Stadium, you could make yeah. an argument. For the game, uh, as you say, Maisie being a being a Desmond two-two, uh, um, I do think. However, as Chris said, Liverpool have strength in numbers, even without Salah and Mane. Um, so yeah, I've got I've got to go with Chris. Something that I, I've only done once tonight. Oh no, twice, twice. So I didn't want um, you to come with me. So yeah, third third time lucky, Chris. Maybe. Maybe who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, so the third one, the I mean, I mean, sorry, the second game for on a Sunday, uh, West Ham versus Leeds. 
Chris, I'll jump straight to you first. West Ham are just a different monster at the minute, aren't they? And Leeds, you don't know what you're going to get. They're obviously still down there, probably fighting to stay in the division and one of those teams that could potentially go down. How do you see it going? It was a huge win for Leeds when they beat you the other week. Um, and I don't mean to sort of rub it in. and, and No, no, it were. It were. I agree it with you. Um, it was a six-pointer. And it was at that point when I thought you guys could probably go down after that game. You know, Leeds, Leeds are in free fall. They're doing a Sheffield United, but not quite as bad. You know, they had a great yeah. first season, but Bielsa hasn't got a plan B. You know what you're going to mm. get with Leeds. Leeds turn up, and you can plan that three or four weeks. You can in advance. You can plan how you're going to play against them. Um, will they go down? Possibly. Um, I think they'll, they'll just have enough to stay up. Bielsa may walk because you know I think you know depending on the backing he gets. But I can't believe the difference in Leeds from last season to this season. West Ham, brilliant season last season, and I thought they were going to drop back down again and have the normal relegation fight. They haven't done all respect to David Moyes. He's doing wonderful with a small squad. I'd love West Ham to finish in the top four and get in the Champions League, because like I say, I like to see other clubs doing it. Uh, all power to West Ham. They're having a great season. Good up to them. And this, I've got this as a 3-0 West Ham. I can't see it any other way. They're just, they're just smoking this season. Well done, West Ham. No, fair shout. Fair shout. Really good assessment as well. Um, Maisie, how do you see it? Because as you, as Chris said there, you know there is a good chance Bielsa could walk. He doesn't like sticking his name down to long term deals. I think it, obviously his contract's pretty much just you know take the season as it comes, and if he signs an extension, he does. So he may walk basically as a free manager instead of you know literally walking away from the contract. But as you say, and as Chris said, Leeds do have a little bit in there with firepower. It's just. <clears throat> they just need to use it. Um, West Ham, however, we all thought they were going to falter. You know, similar to what we did when you know when Burnley got to the Europa League. You know, it can affect your season. And we thought West Ham were going to have that similar um, spark, and it didn't. They've sort of done really well. Um, so, I mean, how do you see this game going? Because obviously, Moyes was a manager that, for me, I think, given enough, enough time at Man United, could have probably had you playing the way that West Ham have been playing. I actually genuinely believe David Moyes came too early. I think if he came to Manchester United when he came to the second spell of West Ham, then it could have been a whole different ball game for Manchester United. I genuinely do believe that. I just felt like he needed some little bit more experience in different clubs. And I think he's a, bril a brilliant manager. What he has done for West Ham, I really can't fault it. And all he needs to do for me to get to top four, he needs a backup for Antonio. He needs a backup number 10 and maybe another centre-back. And if he gets that in this transfer window, one of them is Jesse Lingard, who he's linked to. If he gets them, there's no reason why they can't fight for top four. And you know what? I really do praise David Moyes. He's doing brilliant, not just in the Premier League. He's doing in the Europa League as well. He's doing brilliant in there as well. Yeah, he's yeah. got these kind of wins, what you didn't expect. Liverpool. He, they won against Liverpool at 3 2. They knocked Manchester United, then Manchester City out the Carabao Cup. And that was man, uh, that was Pep Guardiola's little baby. Like, yeah. I just literally couldn't believe it. And 
things like what West Ham do, it does make you really love football. It makes you think you really can't predict football either. Um, with Leeds, yes, I really liked how Leeds played last season. And as much as they're my rival club, um, I do. I was watching Leeds and think this is in terms of this way they play. That was my second favorite team, obviously apart from Man United, to watch because it was really good kind of football. But Bielsa doesn't have a plan B, just like Chris said. A lot of teams are sniffed out Leeds this season. And it's like they've literally been a newly promoted team all over again. The defensive issues are terrible. A lot of people blame injuries. But you should be having these backups in these kind of situations, which Leeds clearly don't have. And if they know they've got plenty of injuries, Bielsa should really change his style of play until his team is fully fit again, which he hasn't done. No. I, I agree, Bielsa will probably walk and I think it's going to be a 3-1 to West Ham. So a clean sweep across the board for this one. I, I mean, Maisie, uh, do you, yeah. sorry, um, Dan, Maisie, do you think um, Moyes would have benefited if he hadn't been the one to follow Ferguson? Yes. That was always going to be a, 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 a poison chalice, wasn't it? Yeah, it's always going to be difficult knowing that the history what Sir Alex Ferguson had Go and then David Moyes coming in because he didn't have like a lot of experience coming into Manchester United with I'd say an aging team because it was quite an aging yeah. team at Manchester United and it would have been such a difficult job. Um, yeah. it says a lot if you've got experienced managers coming in like Louis Van Hal when you look at his history as a manager. When you look at Jose Mourinho, who's considered one of the greatest managers of all time, if these two managers couldn't do it. How could yeah. David Moyes do it with a little experience? How could Ole Gunnar Solskjaer do it with um, little experience as well? It's fairly quite impossible, and I really don't know what manager can really suit Manchester United anymore. <laughs> it's a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, Jack says, when is Cornier back? We need him now since Wood has gone. Yeah, um, obviously, depending on how the Ivory Coast get on in the African Cup of Nations, hopefully it'll be back in the next two weeks. Is Cornet uh, not playing at the weekend? Is he away then? Is he not playing at the weekend? Yeah, he's not playing at the weekend. He's, oh, uh, no, he's I'm going to go 4-0 Leicester then. Hey. <laughs> that, that'll, give us, that'll give us another 10 minutes when you, you don't have to sort his injury out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably take about 20 minutes for their subs to get warmed up. Yeah, much of an aging team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we have to. Uh, they're all. There's no bench. It's just a. It's just a big long ass bath. Um, <laughs> it's the nurse wheeling them down in the wheelchair. <laughs> Going number six. I'm bringing him. Hang on. I'm bringing him. <laughs> Mella says thanks, mate. To now, I'm just nervous that Luton fans will bully it. Honestly, there's. Hopefully, there'll there'll be no bullying, Mella. No matter what, end of the day, football's football. We've all got opinions. We're all fans of teams. And, you know, as long as you can be platonic about it and you can all have a laugh and banter, then that's fine. You know, that's what we're doing now and hopefully it's cheering you up and cheering others up in the chat as well. Um, but, yeah, don't let anyone ever drag you down. Making me because... miserable, I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> to be fair, apart from Chris and his miserable bastard self, um, how, how can you be bullied by Luton fans? The stadium is practically between two houses, so don't even don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They're just they're a poor team. A poor team. Uh, Nippon says West Ham four leads two. Yeah, as I say, I'm I'm going clean sweep across the board. 
West Ham to get points against Leeds. I don't think Leeds have the gal in this game. I think West Ham are too strong and it will mess Leeds up, which means we're all probably going to be wrong and Leeds nick it. <laughs> oh, the last game, the last game to chat about, uh, 4.30 kickoff on Sunday, Spurs versus Arsenal, the absolutely nothing derby. I mean, this one's open to whoever wants to start because Spurs are awful. You don't know what sort of Arsenal side you're going to get, although at the moment, Arsenal are probably the favourites. Do you know what? I'll, I'll start on this because when I did my prediction show, I have um, Steve Steve Leinitz on next um, next player, and you know he, he absolutely hates these two teams. <laughs> vengeance! I've got a jingle that I've cut, and he said he absolutely hates Spurs and he hates Arsenal, and he actually he hates them that predict. much, though, Chris. That he even said it when you were doing your quiz, your quiz with um, with him and uh, Julian. Julian, yeah. yeah, you know, as soon as you were talking Arsenal women's as well, it's like Arsenal. It's like yeah, he does. He hates them. Like I say, I've clipped it as a as a um, as a jingle, but he wouldn't actually predict this because he hates both. Teams. He wouldn't even go for a draw. <laughs> he refused to predict it. I I don't particularly hate either of these. What I do, I've got to be honest with you, is I think I hate the most supporters. And that's because they seem to think they're bigger than they are, you know. Not every fan, don't get me wrong, not every fan, but the majority of them, you know. Spurs, I was on one of their chat shows, I was getting shot down. Spurs are a huge club and they've won this more than any. And I'm like, but when? You know, Sheffield Wednesday, I think it was, or Huddersfield had won more top leagues than you have done. You know, and Arsenal... You know, they're, they're having a bad couple of seasons. Look at United, look at Liverpool. You've had a couple of bad seasons and you're screaming and shouting because you're not in Europe and you're not in the top four. Get a life, you know, wake up, smell the coffee. It's a different Premier League now. You know, teams are coming through. You haven't got, you know, the gap between the so-called big six and the rest is getting smaller. And you're not... You know, why you would have been in that ESL, God knows why, because on current form, you didn't deserve to be. Um, so that's that's the thing. It's exactly, exactly, Maisie. But I, I just don't like, as I say, the, the, the attitude of their fans, that we deserve this, you know. And I think with Arsenal fans, you know, saying that James Madison would want to go to them in the summer because they're Arsenal. Like, well, how, how did that work out for you? You know, um, that said... Back to the fact that it's a football match. Um, I, I've got this down, and and, and I think because it's at Spurs. Uh, I mean, you know, Arsenal losing to Man uh, Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. I watched that, and I thought Arsenal were in red because the red team were the more were playing more like the Premier League team. You know, yeah. Arsenal Arsenal were more, more washed out than the kit was. They were awful, absolutely awful. And I want to thank Arsenal because it now means we can have an East Midlands derby that we've not had for about six years. So thanks very much. We're really looking forward to that. Um, but for me, it's the fact that, you know, the Conte's on the bench. It's at Spurs. I've gone for 3-1 Spurs. Ooh, big scoreline as well. Yeah. Chris Forry, news at 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walked off scratching his arse. We still have Chris. Wave to the camera. Wave to the camera. This <laughs> Riley. Hello, Mrs. Riley. Oh, you bastard. Why? <laughs> um, Maisie, I mean, how do you see this 
two teams that pretty much clearly you're not really that arsed about because, well, it's the spuds against the arses, isn't it? So, um, both as crap as each other. <laughs> um, with Tottenham, they brought in Conte, and I will just say to Conte, I've lost all respect for him after he said Eric Dyer is a world class centre back. I lost my respect for Conte after saying that. Um, I actually think Conte's tactics are seriously overrated at Tottenham. And I don't believe that they will get into top four because they think, oh, we've got Conte, we're going to get in top four. No, you won't get into top four. Look you look what you've done against Chelsea. You scraped yeah. it. Uh, in the first half of the um, FA Cup, they were awful. So, what makes them think Conte's tactics is going to get them into top four? It's not going to get into top four. You need a whole squad rebuild. You're literally still having zero shots on target, like Nuno. You might as well have kept him. You literally... Where, where's Harry, Harry Kane been all season? He scored the same amount of Premier League goals as Fred. Do you, do you want to feel embarrassed for calling um, Harry Kane uh, the best striker in the world now? Because, I'm sorry, he isn't in the top three of my books now. Um, Arsenal, um, another overrated team. For me, as well, they've got a lot of COVID cases. They've got injuries. AFCON, Zaka, Zaka that would be a waste of space in the midfield. Um, he has got a red car today, so he won't be playing this game. So the only midfield they have got is Lakonga. Oh. That is the only midfield they've got is Lakonga because um, they brought put Maitland Niles on loan to Roma, so they haven't got any more. They haven't got any more <laughs> midfield, so they've got to use a kid. Um, they haven't got no proper striking striker options. So in terms of attack, they've been dreadful this season. For me, I'm gonna go with a one-one draw because I think they're both as bad as each other, and I hope they do draw because they don't deserve none of them deserve a win. No, fair shout, fair shout. I, I, I'm with you. I've gone straight down the middle. I don't think that either of them have got the gal to get the three points. I think Spurs, are they, they're only unbeaten because of how many draws they've pretty much pulled out the bag. Um, and as you say, Arsenal, it just you just don't know what Arsenal you're going to get from the next. And this could be one of those games where they turn up and be that Arsenal that all the fans scream, oh, Arteta in, Arteta in. But then, you know, next game it's all, Arteta out. No, it's Cronky's fault. Oh, no, it's this, it's that. Make your mind up. Because we're in the top four. <laughs> we're in the top four, but we lost the game. Ah, tetter out! Ah, tetter out! <laughs> we're up in fourth. My nose is bleeding, but my blood's red. See, I'm Arsenal, proper Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> You're a proper Arsenal. That's what you are. <laughs> Hello, Stephen. If you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> No, honest, honest to God, that that were brilliant. Um, you know, it's all predictions. As I say, I know you've given scores and stuff, but I've gone either home away or draw, and whatever, whatever happens, we'll we'll get the point. Uh, we'll sort that out, and obviously, we'll see what happens next time. Uh, now says Arteta out, Airpod Albert in, big whoopie doo, Basil. I mean, whoop whoop. 
Uh, Luke will be getting his excuses in and Stephen. Uh, and if not, they'll be arguing at each other over on Stephen's <laughs> channel, which you can find on YouTube on S Weekly TV. So go check it out. There you go. I'll even give him a little plug. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Right, with um, Arsenal, if they get Arteta sacked, who's going to be in next? Lee Dixon from the Pundits. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a legend, isn't he? He's a legend in their defence. Oh, there's more chance of getting Alicia Dixon. I should watch them then. She's a man with two left feet. This is why Arsenal should stick to women's football. They're actually doing fairly decent. I'm sorry I can't say the same about you, Chris, because you're fighting relegation. But Arsenal ladies are a top place. So we've won one. We've won yeah. one game. Birmingham's won one, drew one. I know, bastards. No <laughs> way. We we're going down on that one. Uh, what can I say? I know we've won one game all season. You know that was against Birmingham, but hey ho. It is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. Bianca Westwood from John Shatt would do the Arsenal job. Fair play. Fair play. Um, And for all those that didn't see it, just, there you go. Quick flash, (laughs) there you go. Flash? I don't think that's (laughs) the right word to say. Yeah, well, I, I, I was, was disappointed. It was a picture. Flashing it up on the screen. Flashing it up on the screen, shall we say. It, it, it's if Chris gets up mid-video. That's the that's where we get a flash. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> if um, if Dan's flashing, I'm gonna I'm gonna need this. <laughs> oh God, he's showing his age now. Look at him. He's got his bedside his bedside contraptions out. <laughs> I tell you what. That's what I had you that, used to read a book in bed. I had that for a quiz, right? Because I got these that's quiz not, questions. That's through. not because he reads a book, Maze. <laughs> and have you seen the size of those questions? <laughs> I can bloody read them and present a show at the same time. <laughs> oh, Kate's just messaged me, by the way. She said, Can I borrow that for tonight, please? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I wouldn't go near you at my grandparents' gates when we were kids, basically. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, and now says so Dan is that Man United picture on Bebo? God, that's going back some. Um, no, Bebo. no, I had even worse ones on Bebo that were more embarrassing. Me looking like some chavy little idiot. Um, but it's fine. We move, we get older, we make mistakes. Um, the Missy says, Great watch, guys. Thank you for tuning in, Kate. Thank you very much. They're there. Um, remember to sub and get Daniel to 300 so he can do that hot chip challenge I'm hoping it's not far off I just want to get it out the way and then let's let's move no more silly challenges until at least a thousand um, go and check out Maisie and Chris's channels too yeah well said uh, all great content okay. creators who deserve the subs definitely do deserve the subs so cracking things that they are doing can I see it Dan need a good look at it mate no you'll crop it you you'll crop it <laughs> so it's there if you watch it back you'll have to watch it back get my watch hours up now um she says no one no, we've already been there done that got yeah. the t-shirt um i loved bebo yeah more than me MSM God, i love myspace do you remember myspace myspace oh i love that yeah. uh great show people you cheered me up mella Honestly, yeah, we'll have to get you on sometime. I have to get you on sometime and get your input as well, obviously. Well, I don't know. If you're free, if you're free, obviously we play each other on Tuesday. 
So if you're free, if you want to come on and um, you know have a chat, we'll try and get something sorted. Drop me a message on Twitter or on uh, Facebook or any or Instagram, wherever you, wherever you find best. Drop us a message and we'll try and get something sorted. Uh, the miss says yes. Uh, when you used to put who you fancied in your MSN tag thing with all those hearts, the the knock person who knocked the screen, yeah, when that used to come up and just <laughs> God, there's some good old nineties bit of shit or early two thousands. Uh, great show, guys! Smash the like and subscribe button. Been showing my support tonight to the three amigos. Arriba, arriba! So yeah, cheers right now. MySpace was the one I had, but hardly ever used yet. To be fair, I'm same as Kate. I hardly ever used it. I love, I love the. I mean, Maze is going. What the hell are they talking about here? I but, used MSN. I used MSN <laughs> when I was younger. But in MySpace, they always had that. If you were a character out of Game of Thrones, who would you be? <laughs> and it'd come up with an answer, and yeah, I don't want to be that, so I'll do it again. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, you did it till you got the one that you wanted, and then you thought, oh, I'll yeah. share that to me profile. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's been an absolute, absolute laugh. Always full of uh, laughs really? and tears of laughter, tears of joy. Maisie the girl and Chris the small child. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying this. Yeah, exactly. I'm a referee. The, the bastard in the black, as they like, they like to call him back in the day. No, 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 no. I will call Forget you the black. Brother, don't worry. <laughs> Forget the black. You're just a bastard. <laughs> fair <laughs> point, fair point. Coming from my own father, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> no, guys, thank you very much for giving us giving up your time and uh, getting your predictions in, Kate's been at the side of me writing her predictions, so I'm going to put them in as well uh, later on. Um, and obviously, we'll calculate them all up uh, just to prove a point. Uh, she's not letting me look at her writing. It's fine. It's fine. Just because it, like it, it, it looks like one of the kids have wrote it, it's fine. It's not a problem. Um, we well, won't be joined up coming from the Yorkshire, will it? <laughs> <laughs> Says Man City 3, A up. Chelsea, too. <laughs> but no, no. Um, honestly, you've been an absolute blast, both of you. It's always nice when the three of us get together. And uh, as I say, always fun times. So, Maisie, again, give a plug to your channel and let us know what you've got coming up and what how, how well you've been getting on. Yeah, my YouTube channel is Devils United. I do men and women's football for Manchester United. I'm on 430-plus subscribers in four months, which is great. Um, I'm gonna go be going live tomorrow. I'll be doing a Manchester United preview against Birmingham, the team that's above Leicester <laughs> at the moment. Um, I'm also going to be doing uh, a quiz on Sunday. Niall Kane is going to be on the quiz, and I'll be doing my weekly transfer show with John Sinclair from Newcastle, and um, plenty of other quizzes coming up, previews, match reactions, just depending on what's what, to be honest, because I'm trying to find out when the Manchester United versus Arsenal game is for the women. I want to know if it's on the TV or not, so I can do a watch-along. Otherwise, it'll be a, the men's game. I don't know which ones. I don't know which one to do yet, because they're both on the same day, and it's frustrating me. Not wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um but yeah, on, on obviously everybody do go and check out Maisie's channel. Yeah. Absolute cracking content creator. Four months in and at five hundred subs, absolutely smashing it, and uh, you're doing really well. So do keep up what you're doing, uh, Chris. I mean, I don't really need to give you a bit of an intro. You, you you're smashing it, fella. You know, all the time. 
Um, you've done, you know, amazing stuff, bringing in ex-professionals, you know, talking to people, you know, you, as, as though you've known them for years. And, and I love that about you. Um, but while you're here and while you remember me, because you're getting old now, plug your channel. I, I can't not remember you. How many times have I seen you this weekend? Ah, no. Uh, tomorrow night twice. You, uh, you're on, he's on my channel at 7 o'clock, then Sloppy Seconds on his at 9, and then um, we, we're on Monday night. We're doing the opposition review, so we're going yeah. to see a lot of each other. I might as well just move in, kick Kate out, I'll move in. On Twitter, <laughs> I'm at uh, Lester TID, and on YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. And uh, let's get down to these 300 subs yeah. and get him to have something really hot. I just want to, I just want to, I want the, I want the crack to be honest with you, laughing at him. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome, mate. You're welcome. No, thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody in the comments. Thanks for all your comments and your predictions as well. Um, obviously, we'll just see how it goes. It is a very big weekend, a very big weekend of games. Um, <laughs> there's always one, there's always one. To be fair, she's not wrong. Um, there's also a spare part, of the, there's also a spare side of the bed at the side of her as well, isn't there? Technically, because <laughs> what? Oh, okay. No, Mongoid. Um, I've not said that for ages. Mongoid, where'd that come from? That's so Burnley. That is such a Burnley. Defo a Burnley thing, Dan. Defo a Burnley thing. Don't hear us Manx saying it. Nah, you just get told you're an effing prick when you're in Manchester or something like that. No, actually, we call each other our kid. <laughs> what do you it's call half the time? They are. <laughs> Do you know the marriage guidance um, thing in uh, uh, Bureau in Manchester is called Related? <laughs> yeah, because as soon as we marry him, we want to do one from him. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you said do one from them, not do one on them or do one with do them. Do one from them. From them. <laughs> Don't worry. We know what Just she meant. We know what she meant. <laughs> You don't think you get like that pages. just by being normal, do you? It's interbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> now says, go easy on me, Sunday maze. Hopefully questions I might know. Need a good test and challenge. If you need a good test and challenge, she's not going to ask you questions you, you already know now. That's oh, why it's Dan, called a quiz. I am due on the quiz. The I am due on the quiz. The highest right. score is 10 out of 30. Who's doing the questions? support? Who's doing the questions? Flipping it. And the highest is 10. And that was from Doug. Wow. Reese wow. Reese. 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 Are you doing Mastermind? I know. <laughs> Jesus. It's in this book. It's all in this book. <laughs> I can't That's it. <laughs> I got this you for my. Play your little top trumps. Yeah, you not you're you're not going anywhere near my top trumps, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving my trumps out of this. No. Kate, Kate's right. I won't get ten. I definitely won't get ten. I, I won't even make the top ten for this quiz. <laughs> well, do you want um, to say that these are Leicester questions? I went through before I did the Leicester quiz on them, and pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Asian Sensational FC hope to collab or have you for the Burnley versus Liverpool. Liverpool poor performance today against Temin Arsenal. Terrible. Yeah, no, uh, we'll do. As I say, if you just drop me a message, we will get something sorted. I know there is already a lot of Liverpool fans already been in touch in the middle of December saying we play each other in February. Can we get you on for a show? And it's like, ask me at the time. I don't know. I could be in hospital. I don't know. Nobody knows what's going on. Um, I could have a cast over my mouth, something that I dreamt of Chris wearing last night. And I, we, live, the... we live in hope. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. No, you live in hope. You, you've already been in hospital, Dad. What's it like being the world's first successful brain donor? Uh... <laughs> He's thinking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Kate says, I love your positivity. Oh, I ooze positivity. Don't you worry about it. I'm so looking forward to going to work tomorrow, everybody. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm so excited. So am I. Can't wait. Kate says, I had a dream last night that you peed up. Why? Why? (laughs) He's not doing that again, is he, Kate? I thought he'd grown out of that. Why? (laughs) I know I've already finished his adult diapers. No, you're not. Sorry. You're not sorry at all. Have you been sending Dan some adult diapers in the post? He orders them. He's got. He's got a reoccurring order. I messaged him. I messaged him and I said, "If you're going to send me anything, can you send me them dices that like you roll and it tells you what takeaway you should order?" But when I got it, I thought, "Lick, tickle, neck, arm. What the frig's these all about?" (laughs) That don't even say like pizza or Chinese or all that. Well, if you don't know what to lick, mate, then you. (laughs) And they came in a sandwich bag, and they were stuck together. Proper weird. I'm sorry, I'm going to clip that back. I, I, I really... You're still getting the toilet and the cupboard mixed up, are you? <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what happened, right? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I'll tell you what happened regarding here this. We go. I don't remember it. I've not done it since I was about 14. And I got up, and from what Kate told me, I, my, I, my phone dropped on the floor, and I just got out of bed with my eyes shut. I got up. And I went to the corner of the bedroom and I just pulled it out and was going to piss on the floor. It's only till Kate came over and went, Daniel, Daniel, that sort of tried to wake me up. And she's like, what are you doing? And I went, I'm going for a wee. I opened the door, went to the toilet, came back and climbed into bed. But I had no, re- I, I didn't even remember what had happened the morning when she told me, did you remember you were going to piss on my floor last night? <laughs> I mean, at it's, least pick the corner with a plant in so that you've got some excuse. No, I, I picked the escape route. I picked right near the door, right in the corner, pretty much in the pocket of her dressing gown. On, honestly, uh, the, I the thing is... I can you wasn't in case good butts that day. <laughs> no, she, she, weren't that, she weren't that bothered. I mean, she would have done if I'd have pissed on the floor. <laughs> Where'd you leave your phone? Oh, just in my pocket on the dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> your phone's right. leaking. So, yeah, thank, thanks that I've now had to explain that situation <laughs> all because of you. So not only have I showcased myself in Man United pyjamas holding an S Club 7 album, I also yeah. now piss in the corner of a bedroom. Thank you for it's watching my show. YouTube. I am now going to quit YouTube before I even get to 300. Fuck <laughs> you all. I'll see you later. <laughs> God knows what effect that'll have on you. 
<laughs> move out that night, Kate. I'd move out if I was you. <laughs> uh, that's bad. Um, thoughts about Chris Wood moving to Newcastle? As I said, at first I was heartbroken. Now I'm looking at it as a really good deal for a 30-year-old with only three goals this season. Dan, do you work a nine-to-five? My pattern varies, uh, although I am on an eight-half-three tomorrow. So, as soon as that finishes, I will be hitting the sauce. So, Chris expects me a little bit jolly in the yeah, evening. Don't sleep, we then. Oh, I, I won't sleep now. I'll come off this. I'll be embarrassed at the fact that I've shown myself in Man United pyjamas more than myself, more than pissing in the corner. Um... <laughs> Or not pissing in the corner, but was going to piss in the corner. Just to clarify, if you've only just come in at the fact I've just said piss in the corner, I don't want that to be sort of like, what are they talking about? Uh, but yeah, 8R3 for me tomorrow. Um, it does, it differentiates. McDonald's is the best, mate. It is. Uh, use the standing ones in a public toilet, all the public ones. In... Why am I getting all these toilet recommendations now? <laughs> They're just taking the piss, don't worry. Some, some director from Ikea to crop up saying, do you fancy starring an advert next? I heard the bang of the phone and then the... Oh, <laughs> You know what? Oh, my God. You know what? I thought I was bad. I thought I was bad with some of the shit that I come out with. I don't think it's the shit she's worried about. It's the piss. <laughs> Or is it the flopping, the flopping of his bits? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was mortified. <laughs> oh, we love you, Kate. We love oh, you so god. much. <laughs> Please, whatever you do, whatever you do tomorrow. <laughs> Please do explain that when I have killed myself, please make sure that everybody on YouTube, you know, realizes that tomorrow morning I am no longer going to be here. And whatever you do, don't have the last laugh. Don't get a Ned Stone and put rest in piss. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, surprise, man? Comment of the night, Kate. Yeah, she had to. She's been quiet, sat in corner. No, 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 no. I'm becoming a male version of you. Oh, my God. I don't know what to say. I, I... Now, I'll tell you one thing I will say. She's definitely brewing up when I come off this. I'll tell you that now. And that's the only... The only... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not going to piss in cup. That, that's my next trick. Oh, I thought that was your favourite drink. Never mind. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. I bought you a Lucas here. Did you know Kate is on form tonight. <laughs> she is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jake the peg. Yeah. No kidding. And on, as they would say on Top Gear, and on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> it's been I a pleasure, but I think more for me and Maisie than you, mate. Definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. definitely. At least I've heard now more left. about Dan that I never thought I would hear. I've heard him on a deep level. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. There's, there's me thinking, you know what? 
This is just YouTube relationships. This is just friendships built across an internet connection. And now, practically, I, 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 if I met you in real life, I wouldn't have anything to talk to you about because I practically had it spilt out to you in one fucking video. So, you know... What? Tell you what, mate, you wouldn't meet us in real life. We'd cross the road because you're more than likely get your floppy bits out or piss on us. <laughs> so just cross the road and get out of the way. See, Chris, we have more in common than you think. <laughs> My floppy bits haven't seen the light of day for many a year, I'll tell you. <laughs> I hope she was on about something else, but I think she was just on about my belly fold. Yeah. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Right, what comment have you put now, Kate? I'll wait for it to come up. I'll share it on the screen, and then I'll, I'll finally start getting going. What have you wrote now? Like you'd go around telling everyone that you once almost pissed on your partner's bedroom floor. I don't need to go around and say that because I don't know whether my good lady friend here will almost go, oh, Daniel, who's this? Oh, did they, have you told them already about the fact that you nearly pissed on my bedroom floor? And, they'll, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is my partner. Can I just say, if anybody wonders why me and my family left Burnley, just play this back because there's every reason you can imagine in this video. Honestly, I am more, I am mortified. <laughs> wait till wait wait till later when you see what everybody's been cropping. <laughs> You're gonna be an internet sensation over pisses. Yeah. That's it. You might oh, as well change your bio to I like a piss. Yeah. <laughs> piss posh. Just our toilet humour, don't worry. <laughs> What's that? Now says, did you remember to wash your hands with soap and hand gel, Daniel? <laughs> I'm glad you said hand gel. Um, you made me tell your sister on the way home on the school run. <laughs> Not all innocent. You did went and Dan. told my mum. You've told your mum. <laughs> I literally, what do I do? Walk into the front room next time, and they all just go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they won't be stood in the corner, will they? <laughs> it's, <laughs> bad enough, it's bad enough. Yours the is the only house they go to when they walk much. in. Yours is the only house they go to that when they walk in, they put Rain Max on. <laughs> <laughs> The first proper time I met Kate's parents, like, and we'd, we'd had like a bit of a do, I got that drunk that I decorated their bathroom. <laughs> and I just remember there was just a couple of incidents happened on the way home because Kate was trying to take me back to my mum's because I was absolutely legless and I was just people walking past and I was. Yeah, yeah, just. Yeah, put it one way. If you want a night out with me ever, you're in for a fun one. Because <laughs> class clown here, chief dickhead, will clearly obviously do something messed up. So don't worry about it. And that's even after a pint and a half. So don't worry yourself. You've not got long to wait. Uh, everyone, thank you for everything, every comment in the chat. We will wrap this up now that the embarrassment has been taken to its extreme lengths. Um Thank you very much, Maisie. Uh, I will let you grab some sleep and things. Um, she's gonna have nightmares. You think she's gonna be able to get to sleep now? <laughs> no, I'm quite wide awake now. <laughs> yes, she's gonna have to put lullabies on on YouTube in background and just hope for the best. <laughs> you know, when and they I say there's like a, a um... sorry, Maisie. 
I'm gonna say I'll have to put some some of Chris's tunes on what helps him get to sleep and have some hot milk and um with his nice heat of blanket and stuff like that. Works for me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Headphones in a bit of Johnny Cash and away he goes. Listening to um Tom Jones like to sleep and stuff as well. Not wrong with Tom Jones. Not wrong with the Tom, Tom Jones. Swivel them hips, love. Swivel them hips. Hey, do you know when you get into bed and they always say like when you're going to like, beware of the monster under your bed, just beware of the shadows in the corner. Well, I'll have to be careful <laughs> to see if they actually piss. Exactly. Yeah, when you wake, when you wake up in the morning and you're in direct line because you think you've had a roof leak, <laughs> I could hear this water dripping all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, everyone in the chat. As Kit said, sorry for scarring you all. She scarred me certainly. Um, hope you all come back behind the scenes at Turf Mart. Yeah, yeah. If you stuck out this far, then you know, fair play, fair play to you. Um, Mella says thanks, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Now, thanks to yourself as well. As I say, two cracking content creators who their links are in the description. So do go check them out. Give them a follow. And also follow us if you've been watching and you've enjoyed the content. This is something that hopefully will take off and we will be doing regular Premier League predictions uh, with maybe a smidge less embarrassment next time. But thank you for watching. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Maisie. It's been an absolute thank blast. You. Love having you both on again. And they have to do it again. Chris, as obvious as obvious as it is, I will see you two times tomorrow, obviously mm -hmm. over on your channel and on my own later on that evening. But yeah, thank you for now. And uh, everybody take care. Good luck for this weekend. Cheers.